And we are live. Woo! What's going on, fellas? Woo! Allow me to swallow first. Allow me to reintroduce that, uh, myself. Don't. My name is Dur. What's going on, fellas? What's happening in the room? Seems like not much has changed. <laughs> Seems like... Uh, well, there was episode 18, which was uh, Snackless. Sad. Snackless in sad. New Jersey. It was sad. It was a failure. It was. So we decided you to... We have to learn from your mistakes in life. Right. We found a, a recipe, if you will. A recipe <laughs> a, for a success. Ritual, yes. The Dirty 30 is returned. Oh, Jesus. Scalp sweat. It's Approaching so 80%. Intense... <laughs> Scalp sweat. There's a lot food, of food induced. A lot of well constructed tacos on the Cap, table. Capsation. What people right? don't Capsicum. realize is like where we left off with the th- dirty thirty. We actually just took two hours, and now we just bought more, and now we're it's just the same podcasting day. again. It's the same, same day. day. Yes. We've Every been meal. eating tacos since the last time you heard from yeah. us. Which is not like really much. a mischaracterization no. in my life. No, no. I stay tacoed up. It's a good state of being. It is a good state of being. So what's up, fellas? So distracted right now. <laughs> it's so, so we, difficult to focus. Since we're going the backwards food cast yes, first yes, and yes. dirty thirty. We start with some I'll cat- tell you food? the worst thing I've ingested. Ooh. Okay. Because I have to change it from right. worst thing you've Here's eaten. The thing. But is it the worst thing you've ingested? Or is it the best thing? That's right. That's is. the thing. See, there's the thing, right? Because there's the dirtiest thing that you dirtiest thing that you ate. But so it's gesturing for me to act like a professional and get my mic straight, for Christ's sake. Logistics. Um, is it the dirtiest thing you ate, but it was incredible, or was it just, you know, was it a nightmare? It was awful. Oh, no. I, it was, I, Tales of it was woe. It was a beverage. Wow. Because you had the, the bad uh, experience at Dunkin' Donuts recently. Yes, no, this was, um, he had their uh, Angus... It's yes. awful. And I, I, I think it. there were asterisks next to it for the Angus yes, beef yes. breakfast sandwich. Anus beef. Oh, uh, yeah. No. <laughs> the G fell off. <laughs> the G is silent. <laughs> well, I'm done with tacos. Ang <laughs> uh, um, his beef. This was. G is this silent. Was close. This is close. Okay. <laughs> That's brilliant, by the way. Um, no, this was. Uh, in my buddy's fridge. Okay. It's like they have this, uh, like a country home. Okay. That like the family go to all the time. They just got it and everything, right? But it's awesome. Like, so just like random miscellaneous beverages, alcoholic beverages. From random trips. Random trips. Right. A, juice, so a juice box from two months ago. Could have been there from a while ago. Right, right, yeah. And sure. somebody like either, I don't know how they came up. I, I, I find it tough to believe someone willingly made this purchase. Okay. But they they bought like a case of this drink. Okay. Probably had a sip of one would be my guess, and then just left the rest of this case of it in the fridge. Was it like a Zima? <laughs> it was in that in a Zima family, okay. I'd say. But so after like five times of visiting this house, at like midnight on a Saturday when like the the supplies were dwindling, uh-oh. I was like, all right, I'm. Either gonna have to have like one of six different alcoholic beverages, right. like six different beers, right? Which not the way to go. Usually, I like to stick with something, or I could drink like eight pizzeritas. <laughs> oh, dude, headache all over it. Is that what it was? Oh yeah, pizzerita. Wow, it's a pizzerita. She even wow. comes in like the feminine sized mm, can. Okay. 
I assume made for the smaller hands of a woman. <laughs> for a danger hands. With some kind of, you know, God knows the, the reasoning that, okay. for them. Sure. Um, Pizzeria. And it was bad. It was bad. All imagine. of the quality you would expect from Bud Light. Right. With all of the adventure of a peach-flavored margarita, margarita in a can. How many wow. did you drink? However many there were. Oh, my God. <laughs> Sophisticated. Sick. It wasn't a case of pizzeritas, but it felt like it. <laughs> These pizzeritas got me fucking great. It's it like, was uh, bad. Yeah. It's like, it's like what was it like in the, uh, the left... Um, drawer of the fridge at the sorority house. <laughs> yeah, no, that's exactly what it was like, dude. I don't know. Like I said, I, I don't, I can't imagine why someone bought it. Right. But how that whole process right, went. Right. Like I deserve. Maybe an it was a drunk purchase. It could have right? been. The like I'm thinking, was it was like I'm bought. in the middle of nowhere. I'm at a convenience store. Sure. They only have peach. Right, right, sure. Similar to how I came to drink it. Like, right. Open the fridge. There's only peach in it. I mean, like if there's nothing that like my twenties didn't instilling me <laughs> it's like a real fear of like combining right lots of sugar with alcohol because mm-hmm. of how fucking horrible it makes you feel yep you wake up like later uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah on yeah. the other end of the spectrum okay uh-oh. alcohol okay something I, incredible an alcoholic it was uh homemade mm. wow just got done with the tour to shore by the way hey. 29th annual 60 mile trek Tell, explain explain, explain yeah. to everyone what this is, because not everybody knows. So every year, my family and I, we do this thing called the Tour de Shore, which my uncle started because he bought a house down in Ortley Beach, New Jersey. Shouts to Uncle Stan. Shouts to Uncle Stan. Big squad cast, G-Code, Go Hard supporter. Nice. Yeah, just got back surgery, too, yesterday. Hold on. Oh, man. Well, please, uh, safe recovery there. Yeah, my man. This slip. But um, wishing you a speedy recovery. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so we do this trek every year, and it's like a testament of, like, you know, putting everything aside and just coming out early in the morning, starting from our home in Piscataway, yep. and just bike riding all back roads to Ortley Beach. And, dude, it's fucking arduous, and you got to dig deep in some instances. There is checkpoints. Like, we stop at a Quick Check right. or a uh, Dunkin' Donuts, but we're talking, like, 20-something-mile gaps. And we just literally get there, you you know, cool off, grab a beverage, and then you, you're on. I saw images. Yeah. It looked awesome. It looked incredible. First of all, it, is a, it, is a, it was a large group, man. You had, like, a good turnout. And 29th annual, that's no joke. Like, the, uh, the, the, uh, the thought of doing anything 29 times in your life and making it a family yeah. tradition it's like beautiful, that man. is an awesome thing. Yep. I, uh, you have an incredible family dynamic. You should be very thankful for it. I am, dude. Um, but, uh... You were wearing some biking gear. Mm-hmm. You look like you could have been like an alternate on the U.S. team Yellow in the Tour de France. I'm not going to front. I'll wear the biking pants because if when you're on a bike for that long, you need the fucking grundle pads. Makes the glutes look good. My glutes were tight. Yeah, yeah. I, I assume good. there's a reason they wear it yeah. and it's not fashion. It makes the legs look good, too. I was mm-hmm. like, oh, man, this guy's got big legs. Yeah. So, so I was wearing that with the uh, long sleeve Kanye shirt you gave me. I feel mm. like Kobe. And wow. then I had the Go Hard bandana wow. underneath the helmet. Wow. Geared up. Yeah, man. I was fucking feeling fresh. You're very European almost. Dude. Now, is this, does everyone try to go at the same pace or is there like a, uh, we all pretty is much. Is there a yellow jersey here? Is there a, nah. none of that? So what happens is we all pretty much start, at, you know, stagger star, people, you know, all pretty much at the same time. And then some people who are like cyclists, avid cyclists, they fucking take off. They don't touch any checkpoints. They go right by them. 
just so they can get to the final destination where we have food get wasted, and right? get wasted. And I'm going to get back to the alcohol, but yes, yes. So what happened this year was there was a oh, live a near death dude, experience, near death, near decapitation. There was well, a good. live wire dangling, bowing, as you will, across the bike lane. So if anybody's looking down for a split second, that thing is wrapping around your neck, shocking you and decapitating you. So I saw it, went around it in split second. I couldn't think. I was like, holy shit, someone's going to get hurt. But fuck it, I'm going to keep going. So, and I didn't want to touch it. It could have been a live wire. So I went around it. Next thing you know, as we're all getting in there, some guy, his name's Gil, comes in. His whole neck is fucking chewed up, bloody. His knees are all shot. He said the thing zapped him, wrapped around his neck, and threw him off the bike. Oh, my God. And it's just like, holy shit, dude. You don't realize, like, how dangerous, especially if you're doing, like, a five-hour bike ride like that in Jersey, anything can happen. And I feel like every year something happens. So you're telling me about, like, an injury where someone was almost hurt really badly, and I was just sitting here not paying any attention and kind of admiring the rustic (laughs) pepper relish that comes with... Seduced by the taco. Yes, yes. Uh, It's sort of a... uh, (laughs) One of of the fictions um, that come with the tacos is, like, this very rustic sort of pepper relish that looks like it could come from, like, a... Uh, somewhere in like Mexico, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. so many jar, yes. some mice, some master, yes, perfected the marinade. Yes. I was not expecting that kind of sort of advanced yeah. fictions. All right, I'm sorry. Back to back, back to, to life, life or death struggle. <laughs> so every year it's either someone gets a flat or someone goes over to bars. But right. this year it was kind of like a, a nutty story. Yeah, that's crazy, man. So we hey, how's back. he doing though? He's okay now. He's doing all right. I think okay. he went to the hospital and you know got fixed up a little bit i think he he may have needed stitches i'm not sure wow but we took photos just in case you know neck stitches are no joke no, you think about the places you'd want to have stitches it's probably <laughs> one of the neck one of the, the last ones on the list horrible yeah man so we got there there was a bunch of indian kids that did it this year and the parents came and the food that they brought was fucking amazing wow. it was like tandoori chicken oh, curry yeah and then one of the OG fathers had this moonshine. And I'm like, all right, you know, whatever. I just did all this fucking biking. Sure. Let me get my uh, let me get myself right. Dude, I had like four shots of it. It tasted amazing. Right. And it wasn't until after I had had realized how drunk I you was were. fucked up. Right. Right. Dude, hammered. Was what was it flavored like? It was almost like a Hmm. It's like it's almost like a pizzerita. No, it, oh. it had like a little a gag, a fruitiness to it. Okay. But it also had like a earthy, mm. and it didn't have that much of a bite. Like you knew it was like homemade, mm-hmm. but it was really strong. But you didn't really taste the alcohol. Nice. It's like one of those where you take and you're like, that shit's good and our, it's dangerous. Our boy Chase Browning has yet to come through. Uh, an incredible young man. Yeah. But he's yet to come through on a promise he made to me that he was going to deliver some sort of homemade moonshine. From West Virginia, Ooh, which, I assume is the, which I assume is the real thing. Yeah, because now it's I like think a, so. Oh, it's yeah. like an Iowa, yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Know, capital. Of the Whole world. Foods liquors yes, has a yes, g- yes, yes. It's like a yeah. like a neck beard yuppie kind of thing. right. Yes, yes. neck beard is nice. <laughs> it comes with suspenders. Yes, neck beard. Yes. yes, it comes with a handlebar mustache and uh, an opinion. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. That's pretty funny. So no disrespect to our no disrespect to our uh, you know 
what's 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 the non-slur? Our hipster, our hipster friends. <laughs> yes, yeah, they exist. I'm yeah, sure. Of course. Shouts to all our hipsters. There are worse listeners. things to be. There know? are many worse things to be. I can't even. In 2017, America. You can't even. You're just locked in on tacos right now. We, we're down to real. about. I got uh, four left. Yep. Greg's got four left. Pacing myself. Wow. Dirt. Not showing off. Because he's a storyteller. He's he only. Was, he's yes. got six left. Yes. So. Now we'll pick up some of the storytelling. So. Uh, Do some heavy lifting so he can eat. I got a whole list of random shit wow. this week. Just random. A whole list. So here's what I need. You're good, to come up. You're good with the words. A whole list. You're good with the words, admittingly. You're good with the words, but won't admit it. It's so, a lot of pressure. It's a lot of pressure. To be, we need to to invent, be articulate. We need to invent a word for what this phenomenon is that I'm going to describe. Okay. Have you ever accidentally said something you were thinking that's offensive but like weren't aware that you were saying it out loud. Ah, interesting, interesting. Right. So like the inner dialogue. The is inner dialogue all of a escapes. Outside. Escapes. Yeah. And you're like not trying to be offensive or anything like right, that. Right, yeah, but yeah. like almost like if you were just like, you know, yeah, yeah. just said something rude to someone right, right. that you thought because you're a rude person like me. Well, it's sort of like the thin line. It's sort of like the thin line between like uh, civilization and anarchy, right? It's the ability well, to yeah, control. Someone flipped that switch on a global yeah, that's level. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, well, you know? that's kind of happening, but like you know, you, and Ryan, you don't have to look far. <laughs> somebody, turn, somebody turn, flipped the switch. Flip on the TV. Um, what about that time you said this? Last night I dumped two hundred thousand dollars worth of cocaine on a table in front of strangers. Damn fucking <laughs> I was, right. I was there. <laughs> Marilyn May, oh, little karma. Ah. Bring it back. Marilyn Manson's tour is canceled because a stage prop fell on him and he got injured. Wow. Gotta say, that's a good one, God. You finally came through. Marilyn. The universe, the boomerang of the universe, karma came back and dropped a sandbag on the neck of Marilyn Manson. We've covered that in an earlier episode. And it's come full circle since episode two or three or four or five, whatever that was. So go check out that episode. But yeah, Marilyn Manson. But where was I? Okay, so. Any hoots. Yeah. Here, here's how in which I was like, well, there should be a name for the feeling I'm feeling right now. Mm. The shame of this escaping. I was in like, a, my buddy lives in an apartment building that's got like these common areas. It's like mm. one of these like new school apartment buildings, you know, where it's mm. like got a rooftop and it's got like a mm. TV room and like it's got like you can reserve it for like kids' birthdays and stuff right. like that, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. I've had one of those. Yeah, before. yeah. So I was over there for like one of those things, but like there's kind of like a mingling of groups. Sure. Where like somebody had a TV room, but then like we're cooking a dinner in a kitchen kind of deal, right? So I'm just like walking through this like open air space and like I get to like where the TV is and there's like eight people like on a couch watching a college football game. And I wasn't even thinking total slip of the tongue. I'm like, who the fuck wants to watch this? (laughs) Who the fuck? It was like Duke versus. Right, right, right. And I'm like, who the fuck wants to watch Duke uh, right, right. playing whoever the right, fuck right, it right. is? And then I realized I the, said it out everybody loud. Everybody in the room did. And I just like crushed the whole night of everyone. Wow. There. It was like, why? Wow. Immediately questioning their My lives. My brother goes there, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> My dad's alum. Yeah, no, there was not. They didn't say anything back, but I'm oh, yeah, sure they great. were thinking like, fuck you, buddy. I thought it was gonna be. I thought it was gonna be more personal. I oh, thought it was no. gonna be something like. Man, I'd watch this game if, it, if I didn't have to sit with these assholes. <laughs> it's like with every, people I've known for years. <laughs> yeah, so. That's funny. I can't I recall. Just like, Were these people that you knew? No. Oh, okay, strangers. okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, if it was people I knew, I'd be like, whatever. I'd say that. Oh, of yeah. course, of course. No, yeah. I'm saying the fact that you didn't no, know. No, total, total strangers like. and like, 
the 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 records that scratch stop. Awesome. It's like, like when you go to a college. The dorm. twenty-five degree turn of the neck, like from the couch back yeah, in my yeah. direction, yeah. like yeah. college dorm common area, but with a TV. Pretty much like that. Duke, Duke was playing fucking Duke college football game. Actually, Purdue's locked game. in, locked in. Yeah, I can't recall a time where I've I was said what I was thinking. You, well, the where ability... you said what you're thinking, or yeah, accidentally like something thinking. like that. Oh. Accidentally. I thought you were saying you've never spoken your mind. I'm like, dude, never. I need to hear it. <laughs> never have. Yep. No, it's like you know, I'm definitely. It's a fine line, right? Because I do, I definitely find myself. You know me, man. I, I'm like, I try to be diplomatic, right? Of course. Like, uh, like a lot of the time, and I, I think I censor myself a lot if I'm, if I'm honest. Right. Um. Well, because. But then, like, but when I'm amongst, you know, I can be more honest. Yeah. You know, like the. The thing about the scenario you just like uh, described to me was just the thought of like I don't get to watch a lot of college football right now, so like yeah. I wouldn't even mind getting lost in a meaningless no, no, no listen like in a meaningless yeah. college football game and like finding things to root or care for, but then at the same time like I can't imagine sitting in that room with those people. Yeah, no, it's like <laughs> that's, it's that's worse. That's way too. worse than the game. I it would I'd need time travel to get back into the state of mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah like, sure, sure. I can be on the edge of my seat. Right, right. Oh, for, for sure. Oh, edge of my seat. You know seat. what I mean? Like, to Dude, know anything or, like, be like, I'm just not, there's too much going on in my life and the yeah, world. Oh, for sure. I don't give two and a half fucks, really, about any of it at this point. Yeah. I saw you make a declaration on Facebook, though, if we're talking about trivial, meaningless things that were once important to us. Well, let's Sports? Hear. Yes. Oh, yeah. No, I uh, I think the Sixers will be in the finals in, within three years, Your if not sooner. Your 76ers. If not sooner, and that they're the third best team in the Eastern Conference. Really? Right now. I mean, they've been in the pro- in, in the process of what they've actually oh, yeah. called the process, right. a rebuilding period uh, with the That's franchise. if they're healthy, obviously, because yes, they well, have those question marks. Right, but right, of course. But I think they're mega better. talented. I think they have like three players better than anyone on Toronto. Right. The only team that maybe is close to them is Milwaukee, just because the Greek freak dude is, is yeah. legit. Yeah. How do we say his last name? <laughs> Close. Yeah, no, that's that's the actual. Oh, that's no. how they say yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Oh, got a miss. Yeah, he's a fucking monster, dude. Yeah. Total monster. I yep. saw him dunk from half in the middle of a game. Dunk from half court, having dribbled once. Yeah. What? Yeah, one yeah. dribble. That's one dribble. Like one dribble from half court to dunk. Yeah. Dude, he's a monster. Mm-hmm. But the one thing you you can't guarantee anything. Like, look at the football season. Look at the football standings. If you haven't watched any football, NFL, I mean, yeah, yeah. Like it's just people predict all these things and they just don't happen. Because well, you just never know. Right? Derek Carr. I saw one play. Oh What's the name God. of the guy who got hurt? Who was the number one pick last year? Last year? Yeah, he missed the whole season. The number one pick, <clears throat> Sixers. Tall like a guy, point forward. Joel Abid? No, is it Ben no. Simmons? Ben Simmons, Simmons right? Simmons, yeah. Nice, Nice. I saw Good one job. play of him. Yeah. And, like, this guy's a all-timer. Right. Where he, like, went left. Yep. Hung in the air. He's 6'11". He can pass. Too, and, like, like whipped a uh, pass yeah. over his, like, it, it just involved too many things that, like, you can't defend against. Right, right. And there's no way that if he's healthy, he's not going to dominate. Yeah, yeah, and then Bede's this, the big man version. Yep. yep. And if the guy, this year's number one pick, Fultz, is good. Right, right. Yeah, it's crazy. There's no way it's not. Yeah. 
Kobe. I mean, I'm, I'm not saying they're Kobe, but. You never know. Kobe Bean Bryant. We're so scatterbrained. And right plus, now. I'm these also tacos, like, this is this is really my motivation. Is like, I'm getting, I'm, taco drunk I'm getting behind the team, right? Because I want them to be the antithesis to ball. Ah, uh, yes. Oh, and yeah. I want the old school Sixers Lakers yes, thing that to would be great. That would be so great. So that's my, that's my thing. That would be great, but but ball's not going to make the Lakers good. He is. He is. Whoa! <laughs> you hear this? Bless you. He I like is. turtles. Now they're going to have. He has help. Right. They got like Ingram. They're going to have right. all these other guys who are right, like right, right. legit. Right. But he is a, uh, he will transform that team. You believe the hype? I, well, are you asking me the hype? No, no. I said he's going to be an all, he's going to be an all-star. <laughs> Bless all-star you, man. The talk, you got taco meat. Minus the awesome. coolness and the grittiness yes. and all that. Jason Kidd. Wow. I mean, Won't I be as physical. Right, right. I can see it. But... With the NBA, with I mean, the, the with best, the hand that is check, the best case scenario though. Wow. No, I, mean, I agree. But with that, with the without hand check, without any of that, right. the how the league is all guards now playing right, on the perimeter. Sure. There's like no big men. Yeah. So he doesn't have to worry about finishing like in the paint with right. like Oakley and Macy, right, right, Mason Mason right, right. waiting for him. Right, like, right, sure. It's tailor made to me to the way he plays. I like him to succeed. Yeah. Wow. Soft shell taco. I mean, like sauce. Steph Curry couldn't have scored in the paint. No. In the 90s. No. But he scores like 15 points yeah, a game in the paint. So it's like, Hard you know, to believe. Hard I could definitely see him doing that. But I think uh, wow. the two guys on the Sixers are better. Hmm. Anyways, that's my 2022 NBA preview. For wow. You. Let's go predictions. Put it down. If anyone remembers in that in three years, yep. you get a G-Code t-shirt. <laughs> Remember that one. For real. Um, but I got one for you, Derek. You'll like this. And we're going to wade into politics here. would be good to see the Sixers good again before okay. we get into politics. Oh, yes. It would Sixers be awesome. good again. It's like the Sixers and the Knicks being good is good for basketball sport. in general. Yeah. It's good for the sport. I, 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 maybe it's the I, – I like the coastal aspect of a of Sixers-Lakers thing too. It's mm-hmm. like Lakers, Celtics, any of that juice. Yep. It was good. When like the whole country kind of like gets into it a little yeah, bit, yeah. I think it's dope. Mm-hmm. And yeah, dude, I'm like – I think I like – did a couple lines of uh, of habaneros here because nice. I'm like all of a sudden you're alive. Did we talk about Cleveland? Their Cleveland roster, the I acquisitions. Mean, oh well, they yeah, they got a Dwayne healthy, Wade, a healthy Cleveland roster. You know, I'm not going to play ageism, but a, yeah. a healthy Cleveland roster. Isaiah Thomas, Dwayne Wade, LeBron, Kevin Love, Derek Rose. Derek Rose. The only thing is, I'm not going to get too into the weeds here. If right. Derek Rose and Dwayne Wade are on the floor at the same time. That's going to be – that's not a good team for LeBron. They do not – they can't shoot from the outside, right, right. either one of them. And what did he do? The last couple of years, yeah. all he's done is go – four guys, right. stand around the perimeter, right. no one can cover me, you're going to get an open shot. Right, right. LeBron's going to run that team. He's going to say, listen, if you guys want this to work, this is – like everyone's got to have their roles. Right. Well, if I'm – like if I'm Dwayne – if I'm LeBron James, I'm like, Dwayne Wade, you're standing in the corner and you're going to shoot a thousand threes a day right, right, yeah. for the next four months. Because yeah. that shot's, whatever you yeah, want it, yeah. it's there. For sure. Dwayne Wade. And then and then I run the Princeton off. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but uh, let's wade deep into another subject. Okay, Wade. If politics. You They're banking oh, boy. on this talking? We're just going to talk all politics right now. Wow. Issue by issue. Wow. We're going down the whole list. Wow. We're going to polarize everyone. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm just we're gonna kidding. We're save the nation. Absolutely kidding. And not what we're doing. Okay. Prob- okay. Probably ever. I would say, uh, listen, man, if you're driving the truck, man, you know. Uh, all right, I think, I think we could guide it with it. We, we could. could bounce off the rails and uh, stay yeah, near the road. 
Don't talk shit about me, Mark. Have you heard, <laughs> Mr. Trump, have you heard about this email prankster? What's that? You'll love this guy. So there's uh, an email yes. prankster, right? Okay. It's right in your wheelhouse. Dude, Ooh. I do, I love I like this. Pranks. I love this shit. It's like, I don't know if you've seen the guy dressed up like the Monopoly man. Yes. Sitting behind the Equifax. Yeah, yeah. Equifax CEO. having a hearing in the Congress. No. And a guy got a front row seat and he's dressed up like with the top hat and a monocle <laughs> doing the Monopoly the guy because they're all so crooked. Yeah, he's yeah. like, oh, want some money? <laughs> like, <laughs> taunting Congress. So he's like on C-SPAN and there's this little head in the background, yeah, this guy. It's awesome. I love that. Is shit. it the same guy from Ace Ventura, Pet Detective? There Looks like that guy. Yeah, yeah. Looks like that guy. <laughs> Do not pass go. Do not collect two hundred dollars. Looks old like school. that guy. Dude, seriously, my sciences right now are like taco <laughs> trauma. Yes. Um, taquito. Doing lines of cayenne pepper. So this guy, uh, this guy will just take like the name of a politician, right? So he did Jared Kushner, and he'll just do Jared Kushner. Email at gmail.com. Like, that'll be his name, right? And so he starts, like, emailing, like, all the attorneys. He'll, he'll, like, send an email to every lawyer for the White House. Yeah. And just hope, like, someone gets back to him. Somebody bites. And he's done this to, like, the cabinet members and so many people over the last year. It's been in the news, and yet last week it made national news again. He got one of Jared Kushner's lawyers who were handling the whole Trump-Russia investigation. Yeah. And he's, one of the aspects of the scandal is, like, are there these private email accounts that the government doesn't know about where they're doing all this shady stuff? And Congress is like, you got to tell us everything. So this guy sent a, a letter to the lawyer saying, um, so, look, uh, I got some emails, and I don't know if I should tell anyone <laughs> that these emails exist. Yeah. He's like, what's in them? And he's like, well, uh, it's kind of like porn related, right? Oh, nice. They say to the guy, and the guy's like, he's like, I got, and so the, he's going on in the email, the guy gets back to him, he's like, well, be more specific, like, where'd they come from, who sent them to you? But like, well, some were kind of like bounced around the office, but here's the exact quote. <laughs> and this guy is thinking this is actually Jared Kushner he's talking to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this like made national news, yeah. it revealed a whole hidden email account. It proved the lawyer doesn't know how many email accounts the guy has. But this is the content that was like on the headline news. I'm so embarrassed. It's faulty specialist stuff. Half-naked women on trampolines, standing on Lego scenes. The tag for the clip was standing on the little people. <laughs> <laughs> and the lawyer responded, don't delete, don't send to anyone, let's discuss soon. Wow. So here we go again. I'm so embarrassed. It's faulty specialist stuff. Half-naked women on trampolines standing on Lego scenes. The tag for the clip was standing on the little people. It's such a yeah, of weird yeah, yeah, way of to word it and yeah, what the yeah, fuck course. it could be. Yeah, like, yeah, of course. The thought of this lawyer yeah, thinking yeah, yeah, he's yeah, talking yeah. to fucking An actual thing. Getting that back. Yep. And, and then it's it some gets sort of faulty specialist. And watch, like this email will like come but up like, like a in fetish. a hearing. It's going to yeah, like be yeah, like of evidence. Of course. That's unbelievable. <laughs> I don't know what Lego scenes are. I imagine it's like involves Lego blocks. Mm -hmm. well, I would you're going to have to look this up. I would assume that there's a, there's a fetish for everything, right? So I would assume that what we're talking about here is some sort of like Lego landscape right. that has been constructed. Right. And then yeah. the fetish that's in, involved in it is like a woman walking around on it and destroying it. <laughs> and trampolines. Right. Oh, and trampolines. 
Yeah, I don't know. Maybe they land on the Legos. Maybe. maybe. They dismount Legos, the Legos are notoriously painful to step on. Oh, maybe so it's, like a a, it's like a yeah, it's like yeah. a BDSM yeah, foot masochism. There's a whole layer here. Masochist. What level is a Lego it? scene? A Lego scene is simply put a photograph of a Lego in which only Lego is visible. Only the Legos. So it's like just some, Legos. Like this. <laughs> oh, interesting. So, so it's porn. Oh, involving Lego or... characters. <laughs> so with the way it's pictured, so is it, it is looks... a Lego scene. So yeah. just set the scene, set the Lego scene for the audience at home. Dirt. What are you looking at here? So this is like a. It's like you know if somebody would construct a little uh, six by six. Is that a bedroom? Yeah, like, a, look like a bedroom. This is like a, a boudoir, little, uh, maybe. Perhaps? You know, you have your you have your green uh, Lego boudoir. You have your green. Where, uh, where are we? <laughs> That's so funny. Down the rabbit this hole. This is probably what was in the email. Yeah. No, that's what, or he's saying, yeah, he's saying is what he was watching. That that's a thing. You got your standard uh, green Lego yeah. rug type thing yeah, where yeah. you yeah. put the other Legos on right. and there's yeah. like a little stripper pole it's with like a little Lego room. lady with a, in a bra. Wow. And then there's two Legos that look like they're having a doggy style. That's interesting. Two Lego figurines. And yeah, like a and look, champagne oh, look at that. Room, a Lego. Oh, someone there's up there a cop. Filming? Oh, there's a cop watching. Or is that a bouncer? Oh, Security. Is that Greg? Oh, no. Dude, Greg, they they have a choker in their mouth. Look, there's a choker in their mouth. A choker oh, in the no. cop's mouth? Look. Is that a gimp? Oh, boy. Dude, Lego sand. Too dark, too dark. I mean, it's kind of like the lightest. Oh. Oh, you mean the, the, the this what was bad. happening to the. Yes, <laughs> yes. We got here? Bikini Legos? Just oh, look and up. And fishnets. What was just happening look to up, the, uh, what was happening to Lego the. scenes. This is a whole. I thought it was world. just a security guy, but it, it was like he's in on the scene. <laughs> so this actually reminds <laughs> me restrained. of a of something I don't think I've talked about. And I know we're eating, but whatever. Okay. I'm just going with it. That's it, fine. It's relative. Run with it. So I was like joking with my wife a couple. I'm like, you know, like everything you can think of is a fetish. Yeah, oh, for sure. Everything. Yep. I'm like, I guarantee you somebody loves sneezing. Right, right. right? Yeah, for sure. I, I've never... Heard of someone loving no, sneezing? But Whatever. And I'm yeah. like, I'm going to Google like sneezing fetish yeah, yeah. and see what comes up. Yeah, sure. A whole entire internet community oh, uh, message board dedicated to a sneezing fetish. Wow. So if you, if you have that sneezing fetish, since I've been sneezing for the last 10 minutes, you're welcome. <laughs> Let me tell you that's exactly how it works. Yeah, yeah. It's literally like, oh my God, dude. I was at the bank today. And this teller, she sneezed. First, it was a single sneeze, but then it was a double. And she was like trying not to sneeze. And they so call. stifled. And there's a term for this experience when you're out in sure, the world sure. and someone else sneezes yeah, and you yeah. witness it. Right. It's called an ob. Short for observation. observation. Right. But they're like, you're not going <laughs> to believe the ob I had today. Wow. And like, dude, that is the sickest ob I've ever heard. Wow. I'm so jealous of you, really. Like, she's wow. like, that I guess she had glasses, and she was like, her nose, like, vividly describing right. like sure. the nose, resisting sneezing right. and twitching. Wow. And like, like a, a three paragraph description right. of the ten seconds between trying not to sneeze and sneezing. Wow. 
quality so people, ob. Well, people get off to these things. They're like, oh, oh no, yeah, yeah, they're absolutely it's totally aroused, and like the guy's uh, like, yeah. I, I didn't have the go- I didn't have the the balls to ask her out after the sneeze, but I'm gonna go back, man, and like, you know, everyone's right, like, well, you gotta ask her out, well, dude. Allow, this is your chance. Allow me oh, to step into my, my my role. I think one of the things that we do here, right, is we deconstruct things, try yeah. to look at them in right. as. Uh, clean and unbiased a fashion as oh, possible dude, to I understand it. This is one thing I don't judge. I'm, I'm not going to, what I'm saying is I'm not going <laughs> to. You can go wherever you I'm, want. I can't mock it until I, I at least g- give it an opportunity in terms of understanding right. it. Let's okay? try to understand okay. this. So it is, it is a bodily function. Yeah. So right there. Yeah. Right there it's tied in with every other goddamn yeah. thing that people think is either hot or disgusting. Mm. And there's a very thin line between hot and disgusting. <laughs> yeah, dude. Oh yeah. What is most if, repulsive to you, what is most repulsive to you is the hottest thing in the world to some other dude. Yeah. And that's the way it works, right? It's like every, everything every every body type that you think is awesome, every the most beautiful woman to you. Right or the, or the opposite of that, someone you find the least attractive or whatever, it is completely flipped for some other dude. Oh yeah, you know what I'm saying. I don't that's judge anything. Well, first of all, it's like I don't think most people like have a say. Like right. nobody was like, you know what? I'd love to get really into. Uh, right, uh, sure. A sneezing yeah, fetish. Yeah, 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 like they don't they don't pick no, that no, no, shit. No, no. So like, to me, if anyone has like judgment of anything like yeah. sexual, like as long as you're like. Consenting consent, adults. Consenting yeah. adults. Yep, yeah, exactly. Legal and consenting. If you're yeah. like, dude, frisbees, holy right. shit, dude. Oh, yeah. Knock yourself Throw out. Throw it in my nuts. <laughs> exactly. My belly button. Oh, Cons- dude. Consenting adults, right? And uh, no one is harmed and it doesn't impact yeah. anyone negatively. I, I hope they have more obs this month. Yes. Yes. But yeah, <laughs> so it's a bodily function. So that right there, right? That right there. Right. Um, <laughs> right there. You know, uh, it uh, expels fluid. <laughs> similar to the schnitz you know whatever similar <laughs> to any sort of excretion chode right a, any sort of excretion right so there's that um the mist it is something that you're supposed to cover up Ooh. right you're not supposed to do it openly you're supposed to cover your face you're supposed to direct it away from other people right so yeah. is it taboo? It's it, taboo it is right it is taboo in a way right it's breaking social mores you you wouldn't go sneeze on a person you would do everything you could to keep from sneezing sneezing you person. have to excuse yourself after you do exactly, it exactly right like begging for forgiveness you, for it you uh for you it, some people attempt to stifle it right right like all the greatest urges right and what a difficult thing that is to do to stifle uh, something so involuntary. I wonder see? how. Oh, let it out, baby. You see? Oh, see? Like yeah. you're free to sneeze here. Right? Oh, yes. Like, welcome to the yes. sneeze free. Yes, 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 yes. So I'm assuming that these people would enjoy being sneezed upon. They probably go to too, buffets. Too the transmission <laughs> oh, of I'm germs, sure. right? The transmission of germs. I'm sure I, the, if I went to page two. Right. Of the message board, it was all about, you know. What's more intimate than the I, transmission of germs? I went to a buffet and saw right. all there the different go. sneeze, right, sneezy fluids on the uh, windows. See that? I was checking them out. Oh, I'm, sure I mean, that's a I'm eating tacos, and Greg has a couple left here, just yep. to give you guys an update. Greg, what do you got? Two left? I got one. We got two here. I Jersey came from started. behind and fucking crushed you it. You won, dude. Yellow jersey. Yep. Look at that. But, uh... No, they 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 describe, hey. like, the flemminess of a sneeze and all of that. Right. Like, they're all, like, you know... Ways in which they evaluate and judge the sneeze. There's many. The exchange of germs. How do we look this up? What so do we think, search? So there, dude, if you just look up sneezing fetish and ob, you'll you'll be. It's like Lego scenes. You'll be like, dude, uh, there's a million people in the New Jersey sneezing fetish club. <laughs> like it is crazy. Facebook member. I have um, a little fetish. It's generally, invo- 
it's generally involuntary is the other thing, the other point of it, right? So that unless one provoked themselves into sneezing by whatever, manipulating oh, I, dude, I mean, the like membranes it, in your nose or whatever the hell happens to, to, to provoke that, um, it's sort of like also like li- lightning in a bottle, right? right. Mm. The thought of just being out somewhere and someone randomly sneezing. You know, I mean, you could go days without that happening, right? So it's like, dude, there's but some so of the see, stuff wasn't just things. like you watching this, someone sneeze. You see the sweet spot where all yeah. these things converge, yeah. and you get out. Even though it sounds wacky to us, you can see how somebody could be into it, dude. You it wasn't just like, oh, I saw someone sneezing. Some of them were like, I'm the luckiest man alive. My girlfriend, my fiance has the worst allergies, <laughs> and I've never felt more fulfilled. And she's just perfect for me, <laughs> wow. and God made her for me. She sneezes like a hundred times a day. <laughs> like, goes me. No, but I mean it. Like, dude, pure joy. And I'm like reading this, and I'm like, go get Wait, it, man. Good for you. Here's another. Here's you another. Get that here's another get layer. Me a tissue, please. Here's another layer no. to it, right? In that, beautiful. In that uh, involuntary, uh, you know, body function, right? Like the human body contorts and whatnot. Like oh, I'm sure, like we would look very silly, like if you slow mode any of us sneezing. Right, it would probably look right. So, like, there's that aspect to it too, right? Of loss of control. Yeah. See that? See all of the things. And you get the O see face the right before you sneeze. see like, all of the things. And you... and there's a there's a feeling of um, satisfaction, relief, maybe yeah. when when you sneeze Have or whatever. Ever... It's like a it's like a <clears throat> sort of cleansing or whatever. But there's definitely a. Um, a sensation that you feel when you sneeze, like you sneeze hard, you feel that. Well, also, I've had the worst and b- best aspect. Like I've sneezed before, and it, like you sneeze and you feel fine, like oh, you feel no, good. Yeah. But I've also sneeze, had sneeze, times where like, you sneeze yeah. and you feel like you feel ill. Yeah, like it's like, oh, I'm sick. <laughs> That's the worst kind of yeah. sneeze. Well, it also it uh, it can happen during sex, mm-hmm. and that produces a sensation. Well, of course. And I've only noticed that since reading this guy. <laughs> There's an interesting thing years ago with rats um, mm. or mice where they had virgin mice and they put a, like a, not a straight jacket, but like a tight, what would you call it? A, uh, what do you call it on a uh, woman? Mm, yeah, yeah. A, uh, corset. A corset. Corset. On mice, mm. virgin mice. And then put them in with a female mice that were in heat. Okay. Right? Then they took off the vest mm-hmm. and put the mice in with heat, or with female mice that were in heat, and the male was unable to perform. Hmm. And they said that that's how fetishes and whatever, you know, whatever your kink is, whatever is you're into, is associated with your earliest sexual experiences in many ways. Sure. And that, like, it gets ingrained in you. It becomes like a thing, and it becomes your turn-on. Wow. And for the mice, yeah, sure. they took the jacket off, and the, and the mice couldn't perform. They put it back on, and they're like, where, where are these women at? Wow. Like, they were ready to go <laughs> once the jacket was back on. Where my mice at? Yeah, where my mice? <laughs> wow. So I you got know? this video. It's a 12-year-old oh. girl who sneezes at least 12,000 times per day. That's, that's illegal. It feels illegal. can't stop sneezing. She sneezes about, are you ready for this, 12,000 times per day. Gio Benitez has her story for us. Inappropriate. For 12-year-old Caitlin Thornley, this sound right. has become painfully familiar. Oh, that's horrible. Ah. But see, there's an example, right? Three weeks ago, Caitlin we began sneezing. Holy crap. There's an example. <laughs> There's an example, though, however, right, of something like innocuous to, to any of us, right? Like, he sneezes once or he sneezes a couple times. Big deal. Yeah. But then 
a malady in which you can't stop sneezing would be a horrible no, dude, I One time, I... I, I no, you, you're a multiple sneezer. You're, no, no, you're, no, no, you're no, no dude, I was in the hospital overnight and next to a guy who had chronic hiccups. Wow. And over 25 there's an years, there's, there's an well, dude, it eroded his esophagus. It was oh, going to kill him. He no, couldn't stop man. hiccuping. It was like an imbalance in the, chem- wow. how does the that acid and everything in his stomach and how it comes up, dude. He could not, they could not treat it. Wow. Guy needs to drink some water. He was just literally like hooked up to a million machines. Wow. Hiccuping and agony. Dude. Right. I mean, think it? of any of this stuff, right? Sneeze, a hiccup, a burp, whatever the hell it is. Imagine we just couldn't stop doing it. Serious. Like, I got one of those. Yeah. You know, it's like the stuff that's like totally innocuous. Something innocu- you can't stop doing? Or totally, you were going to say totally, before you had a totally, fetish. Totally innocuous and harmless. I don't know Hold if on. you want to go there. I, uh, should I uh, shed light on how well I know you? Yes. Okay. You know the fetish. Can I? <laughs> <laughs> I think he might know it by now. Can I call it by what I call it? Or is that too, it's gone one step too far? No, nah, that's fine. It is what it is. <sighs> Dirt Malone is a bit of an <laughs> he's a bit of an ear fucker, yeah. if you will. An ear. Yes. I fuck in my that ears. in that he's got uh, a need to utilize Q-tips often, and I I don't know if it's a fet. I've called it a fetish <laughs> because it's okay. more fun that way. It is though, in the same vein where you're talking about sneezing. Oh, okay. Because your ear excretes earwax. No, okay. but I mean, like, is there arousal involved? Absolutely. You're fucking. <laughs> not like, not like my my no. my dick gets hard. It's fucking. You just mean it's pl- pleasing to you Dude, to it's clean like, your ears. I don't know if anyone out there else does this. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me I'm not alone. So, Tell me I'm not alone. <laughs> Don't. So like, dude, at least five times a day, I will stick. Q-tips in both ears at the same time, but I'll have to lick them first. I gotta lick. Thank the God, it's, thank God, it's first. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah. You gotta lubricate them, and then I'll just start going. Five I'll start, times a day, at, at least. Yeah. Uh, I do, there's Q-tips in my car. Right? I, well, I believe it. If it's wow, well. so I'll just put them in there. Nothing ever comes out because it's all pushed in or whatever. But I get this sensation. It's the deeper I go, I'm like, oh yeah, oh, and then it's gone. You can also hurt yourself. I mean, though, it's though, an though. orifice. It is right. There's penetration, Revenue. <laughs> Do you, do you lube up? Oh, uh, yeah. I lick the tip and then I oh fucking go right in. Dude, you should practice safe uh, safe lobing. There's got to be a name for this. We're but I, won't, it up. I won't lick the well, tip if I had, like, you know, tacos. Or My mouth has right, to be kind of clean. Well, yeah, because you learned like the hard way. You, you put a little hot sauce on the tip now, by accident. Now, here's the thing. Like, everybody, like, I will utilize a Q-tip after a shower. A single Q-tip, one side in each ear, and I'm good. No. <laughs> Right. And and but it, it, when you have water in your ears and the sensation of cleaning your ears, it is a pleasurable sensation. Oh yeah, uh, five times a day seems like a lot. You know, it's like uh, praying to Mecca. Try going deeper. Um, well, if you like it, yeah, of I'm, course, do it as much as you can. Of course, right? of course. I mean, harm, it's a yeah. victimless crime. Completely victimless. But the um, I I guess the funny thing, right, is that like I spend a lot of time with the kid, but I guess I don't spend enough like. 12 hour blocks with him mm-hmm. to like uh to witness this but we in in Vegas for the Olympia I noticed it. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, I'm not a notice. Do you have like hypersensitive notice. ears externally like on the in the lobe area? Not really. It's not in No, so it's uh, not like a, it's not like a way to dirt's heart. An erogenous right? like an erogenous zone. Like did your fiance say she sealed the deal did she like reach out and be like no. Hey, well, actually, dude, have hey you there, let her? Have you let hey there, her? Dreamboat. Have you let her Q-tip you? 
No. Okay. I, I would. It's not like someone marriage, else clipping your toenails. It's not Christian to do that yeah. before marriage. It is. It but is. she did for Christmas one year get me these little things that go in your ear and they're kind of like spiral shaped. But no. it didn't go deep enough. So what I was a, like, get these fucking what things a out sweet of here. Girl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Here's for your fetish. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I guess what I call, I guess, because you're saying you really get pleasure out of it, I guess. That it could be the word to describe it. Yeah. I, I like to describe it as that just because it's, fun, it's funny You're for us fucking. to talk about. <laughs> You're fucking. <laughs> You're fucking. Yeah, I fucked so bad today. I was fucking all day. All right, so, it, the, but the one thing I was going to say about it is uh, you can definitely hurt yourself with a Q-tip, though. Oh, I, I went it's in there not, too deep a couple it's times. It's probably not good for you. No. I don't know. Everyone tells me, you're like, you just keep pushing it in and pushing it in. And it's like, all right. Well, wouldn't it? But wouldn't, I wouldn't think it would just clean whatever's there. It wouldn't push anything in, would it? I mean, over time, if I'm doing it five times a day, at least, there's just, maybe you're just pushing the wax in. There's probably you, a Tootsie Roll in there. Do you, <laughs> you do it after showering? Can you wait till I'm done last half bite? If I ever showered and there wasn't a Q-tip available, right. at least two, right. I'd fucking lose my shit. Wow. Yes. But, like, I, I think the funny part of it is that... Lose your shit. Huh? There, there's mm-hmm. a simultaneous... Uh, there's a moment... Uh, just my ob. <laughs> um, of Dirt Malone and, like, the ritual as he prepares. And then it's, like, simultaneously into each year. Mm-hmm. I was like, wow, that's... It is quite... It's provocative to, uh, to watch. What would you call that? It's I amazing. guess ear fucking. <laughs> no, but I mean, what genre of behavior would you call that? It's, it's not like a tick. Compulsion. Yes, that might be the word. Yeah. Hey, man. Bro, do listen, your thing. Hey, you guys don't have any. That's anything your worst like vice. That? Nothing like that. I got to think about. Um, I can. I mean, he's, he's a, no, we're not. He's a multiple sneezer. Like you wash oh, your no, ass. I usually you, do you wipe sneeze. your ass with a dish rag or something. Back to back to back to back to back. I do usually sneeze in a series, a sequence of sneezes. But that's, I don't, I'm not, like, pumped about it. He'll yeah. <laughs> sneeze in a sequence, and I'll, like, God bless him the first, like, few. And then I'll just let him go. Yeah. <laughs> I do, you do, my wife will not. She'll say it every time? Every time. Uh, see, that's I awesome. try to tell her, I'm like, you know more coming. Because <laughs> yep. I feel bad because I can't say thank you. Right, of course. Because the next one's brewing. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, just wait till I'm done, then say one. I'll say thank you. I'm not, you you listen, can never I, sneeze once. It's always got to be no, like I a series. No, I can sneeze once. When I, when I make fun of the ear fucking, it's certainly not because I'm sitting here like I'm holier than thou and no. I'm without no. vices or no. weird things. I just got to think I gotta think about if there's something like that. I am hypersensitive to back rubs. Okay. I would say that the pleasure I der- derive from getting a, bla- a back mm-hmm. rub is 50 times more powerful mm-hmm. than most humans. Wow. Interesting. Mm. Like, Interesting. Can't I literally? Uh, my wife starts rubbing my back like I'm not concentrating on anything else. Yeah, Do you yeah. have a hairy back? Sure. Yeah, he's a man. You can't tell. No, I mean like all <laughs> over hair, like fucking shits, just like Patch Adams. It's pretty consistent. Uh, it's got to feel good then. I um. You ever pull your armpit hair? Kind of just like ooh, feels good. <laughs> not not particularly. <laughs> Trying um, to keep my hands out of that area in terms of. And then, smell, and then smell your hands. Um, I, uh, I'm trying to think. I well, just along the back rub, um, you know, uh, in that genre of uh, therapy. The back scratch. Well, well, yeah. I'll I'll scratch my back like a grizzly bear, like up against the wall. Oh, yeah. like you can't reach the, it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like, if I find that to be effective, um, but uh, like Tara's got a little, mm-hmm. so like. 
she'll ask me to rub her back, but then I ask her to rub mine, and she's like, "This is pointless." So I'm just like, "All right." So, so like, I'll have her walk on my back, and yeah. the wa- walking on your back is an awesome thing. Oh yeah, you know that feels mean? great. It feels amazing. Like, you know, in in with, with if not going to the uh, chiropractor for an actual massage, I've never had an actual massage. I've gone to a chiropractor a bunch of times, but I've never had an actual massage. But uh, her walking on my back is like. That'll get you right. It feels, like, good. It feels good. I had a petite Asian woman walk on my back once yeah. with her knees. That's wow. gonna be that's Please. gonna be a drop. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. Walked right into that one. Yeah. No, but like, and I didn't know it was coming. Yeah. Oh. So I'm like laying face right, down right, on a sure, table, sure, sure. and then all of a sudden, yeah, acrobatically, and she was also like probably fifty. Right. So the whole thing was just like out of nowhere, kneecaps in my back. Wow. And just maneuvering around like a dance routine. Right. She said, you ready, gay boy? And it was uh, pretty crazy. Well, was, you know, like dope. the best uh, forms of uh, that. I mean, I mean, really, like if you're super dumbing down, right? Like the walking on the back, especially like um, with your heels or whatever, like Tyra will laugh, not like wearing heels, but yeah, like yeah, with yeah. the heels of your foot. Um, that might be a fetish if she yeah, had right. heels on. <laughs> uh, but uh, like... Um, like she was laughing and say that she was doing it like when she was pregnant, so she was like beefier. So I was like, you know, a good a couple babies, couple babies, a couple babies, right? So it's like even more intense uh, and effective. But you know, if you think about that or what or what that petite Asian woman was doing, yeah. right, is that uh, that's kind of like the dumbed down version of like active release therapy. Yeah. Um, which you know, which you'll oh, see. No, can be no, no. There was nothing, intense, bro. There was nothing about what she was doing that was not. Uh, technique yeah, driven yeah, yeah. and like she was like okay well what i'm saying like legit, what, what, yeah. so the reason that like i i think it's like one tire walk and i haven't had her do it recently so dude it's old remi- school reminding too. myself i used to do that it's to my uncle school. yeah for sure he's like walk on my back oh yeah. no walk on my backbone yeah, yeah, yeah. Side, sides yeah, yeah of towards course. the neck of course slow. yeah yeah of course <laughs> of course but like funny. it's because i think there's like pressure points involved right yeah. and then it's like a lot of weight right right mm-hmm. um and uh, like that active release therapy, one of the reasons it's effective is like, you know, you move your arms, say up or down, and in the process of moving your arm up or down, like uh, the massage therapist will dig into, yeah. you know, the the um, muscle that's attached, yeah. right? So like whether it's your shoulder or your back or whatever, and that shit is two things: ultra effective and ultra painful. Yeah, you know what I oh, mean. Oh no, I know. And like, it, I think one of the reasons that somebody walking on your back works and is effective is because it's loosely related to that same kind of therapy. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like the OG version of that kind of therapy. Yeah. Dude. It's hardcore. Yeah. We're, we're going to, we're in a little bit of a taco coma. Oof. Woo. I'll tell you. We're going to clear off the table. Hey. And then I'm going to lay on is next to God. And then I'm going to lay on it. Hey. And Dirk's going to walk on my back. <laughs> Get that back, bone boy. Stay tuned for the next part of the cast, followed by this commercial break. Be right back. What's up, everybody? This is Sko for G-Code Nutrition. I'm here to tell you to head to gcodenutrition.com and head to our shop where we got a lot of dope shit on sale. First of all, as always, Vice pre-workout, three different flavors, soda-inspired. You need that to take, get your body going. That is the fuel you put in the tank. But it's not just about what you put in your body. It's about what you put in your mind. So I think this week you need to get a little Vice. And you need to get the G-Code book, volume one, written by G-Diesel. Lots of good gems. That's fuel for your mind. 
for your soul. And last but not least, it's, you need the gas in the tank, but you also need a fresh coat of paint on the car. It's important to look good, to feel good, to think good. We got you covered in all aspects. We got tons of gear. Maybe you want to go with the basic, the beginning, the building block, the foundation, the live by the code t-shirt and Heather Orange. That is dope. But it's also creeping up. It's that time of year. We got the hoodie. That's right. The Orange Crush hoodie on gcodenutrition.com. 45 bones. Definitely recommended. And of course, the hoodie in black. Because it is black hoodie season. It is upon us. The leaves are changing. Why don't you change yourself too? So head over to gcodenutrition.com. Check out the shop. We got a new website up and running. Looking slick. And back to the Squadcast. And we are back. How you feeling now? We've cleared the table off. We can loosen the belt a notch. Thinking a little bit more clearly now. Good. Uh, well, it's it's a it's a combination. Uh, the mind is still somewhat clouded it's by like tacos. It's like the post-fight interview. Yes. <laughs> it's yes. a little rough there in the third round, Santa yes. Sarah. How did? I'm a little. I'm a little. I'm still a little taco hungover, um, but satisfied because I'm not starving anymore. So it's, it's a, a good, good combination. It's a, it's a good experience. <clears throat> it is. I don't yes. know how how. How many days a week I could do it. Right. Yeah, yeah. But I could do it every week. Yeah, for sure. It's banging. Absolutely. It's my favorite food. I know. You said you said it. If you could only eat one thing, it would be tacos. And the and second place is far, far behind. Oh yeah, I mean not even worth talking about. I don't even know it would be an insult to number one to even list the number two. You wouldn't even want to diss tacos that way. Yeah. By talking about another I fuck food with tacos. Group. Faithful. So, I got to tell you guys something. Oh, okay. I saw a show, a little special, like a CSI, um, trying to investigate and figure all True this. True crime show. Yeah, something like that. So, this is a extreme spoiler alert. It's only a 30-minute show, and uh, I was told to watch it by a couple friends. Okay. And it's called Long Shot. And it takes place in, like, the Oakland area, and they're following the death of this 16-year-old girl. Okay. Just happened on the street. They don't know who the hell it was. So the police found the sketch, and it was a Spanish guy with a buzz cut and a mustache. Mm-hmm. So around that area, that's very typical, I guess. I'm not sure. So they randomly picked this guy up, and they pretty much, like the investigators and everyone else, pretty much put this guy behind bars and said, this is the fucking dude, due to the sketch. Gotcha. This guy couldn't even defend himself, and then he got a lawyer who believed in him, and I was like, we're going to get you out. So what's crazy is this guy was like, I was at a Dodgers game with my daughter and my three friends because the business that he worked for gave out free tickets. Okay. So that was his fucking alibi. S- alibi sealed deal. So the lawyer's like looking at all the tapes. He's like trying to figure out if we can get like a spot in the game. They were going back and forth. They went into extra innings. And then uh, he couldn't get clear footage of this guy. Of the seats. Of yeah. the seats with him yeah. and his daughter. Right. So what's crazy is they were filming a Larry David episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm. Wow. And it was the episode where he picked up a hooker or prostitute. episode. So he can go into HOV yeah, lane yeah, and get yeah, to the game. Yeah, yeah. Right. So what was crazy is the guy, the lawyer goes up and he's like, you know, I got a guy in prison. I know you haven't released it yet. We need to... I need to look, look at your footage. film. Right. I need to look yeah. at your footage. 
and they had all these different angles and they couldn't get it. And then at one point during the scene, Larry goes down rogue and they had like these seats that they never planned out and they did it like, you know, in the middle, no one knew they were just filming. They were on the go improv. And there was this part where he went down and I spoke, he spoke to some other dude who got better seats than him. Okay. And then he was like, well, we can't block the section. We can't block the row. And then he let the guy, the Spanish guy, through with his daughter. And as Larry's walking up, you see this guy going to his seats. Wow. wow. And then they're just interviewing Larry Davies. Like, I never thought, like, my show the scenes <laughs> yeah. would Saves actually life, save someone's life wow. and all How that. How is it that that's what it takes? It yeah, was insane. Somebody's like, just this vaguely describes a Spanish dude, and now you're in jail. Yeah. Thank God that lawyer was a bulldog, no right? Because that dude would have been completely screwed. Dude, and that guy just talking, he was like, I thought in my head, I played it over and over again, that this was going to be like one of those cases where they couldn't get conclusive evidence and I would be here for 30 wow, years and all dude. this. And he's Dude, like, it's crazy. I was just watching a thing on, um, was it on last week tonight? I think it might have been last week tonight and they were talking about... Um, With the brilliant John Oliver. Yeah, uh, like uh, bite mark analysis and how it's basically been completely debunked recently as a science. Wow. But that, like, People 900 convictions right. around the country. Like, there's wow. a guy who's, like, the foremost expert and like, three years ago, and he's like, it's junk science. I can no longer tell anyone. He was, like, the go-to guy. Wow. And they're, they're, and they're like, 30 people have been, like, executed wow. because of it. Well, like, from the person trying to, like, get away from whatever scene was biting the... No, person. like, they'd be like, oh, I found a bologna sandwich on the scene. Oh, that. And I matched your bite, the bite marks in the sandwich to your bite mark. So you were definitely there. And, wow. you know, and they were doing between that and fiber analysis. I think they were getting into the, um, you know, the charity that receives donations that now that science has evolved, they go and they take people on death row who claim their innocence and everything, right. and they try to retest their right. DNA. Right, DNA testing and stuff. There's sure. a lawyer who started this right. not last chance project or something like right. that, but it's like a renowned organization, sure, sure, and sure. they've had great success. And it's because, like, for example, one guy had seven hairs identically matched the DNA from the crime scene to his hair in, like, 80-something. And they just retested it, right? Three of them were dog hairs. Wow. They weren't even human hairs. Wow. One was, like, a carpet strand. Wow. Another one was, like, nowhere near matches for him. All seven incomplete. Wow. But in 87, they're, like, absolutely 99.9999%. Yeah. Wow. This guy... We got seven of his hairs there. How right. do you explain this? Right, right, right. It, well, so, so in, in... And God bless the guy. Look at this. The fact that this guy could joke about it and that he's been in prison for 30 years. <sighs> they said, they asked the guy, like, what do you think? He's like, well, I guess the dog did it. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just like, man. Wow. It would be that fucking guy yeah, who yeah. has the big enough heart and yeah. he's, like, laughing about it now. It yeah. would be that guy who gets the... Th- you know what I mean? Who's man. in jail. Well, That's something I could not so handle the, mentally is being in jail for crime I oh, didn't do. I feel people target, too, like the detectives and whoever. They target certain people. Right. Well, they, they said like, a it. part of the problem is that the labs are basically colleagues and co-workers right. with the prosecution. Right, right. They're all yeah, yeah, friends. Yeah, yeah. They're at the picnic right, together. Right, sure. They they work together. Yeah, and sense. so they that said even just like they've done you blind. Need independent They've done blind tests. It, has, it doesn't necessarily mean they're malicious. Right. If you're like, dude, you know, it's like a girl asks you if she looks nice. Yeah, yeah. You know, you have to, 
I mean, I, I tell the truth. Of course. But hey. No, I don't. My wife knows. Of course. Because I'll be like, nope. <laughs> Not that one. Impressive. <laughs> I get, I figure if I'm gonna have any credibility, yeah, no, I get I've it. I gotta keep it, it, it real. I get, I get, I get, sure. I get nothing out of line. Like that yeah, brief, yeah. what? Yeah, yeah, no, you know? I agree. Yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, so the people in the lab, like, just because they're colleagues, they right. want to please right, them. They want things to go well. They want right. them to be sure, successful. Sure. sure, of course. So they look at data and they come to a conclusion that helps their cause well, rather than undermines it. But see, here's the thing: is the argument that. The testing that they did in the 80s on those seven hairs, was it that it was bunk pseudoscience or was it that they were lying? Who knows? It seems to be a mix of everything. Right, okay. Because I was going to say, because it, it would seem to have to be kind of well, see, here's one a, or both of those. Well, the question is like... Because even if it was bunk pseudoscience, how do you know like, if somebody was if it's simply a strand wrong? of carpet and the dog hair? It's how like, do you know if someone was simply wrong right. or if someone was lying? Right, that's what it comes down sure. to. Sure, were they wrong because they, like I said, they right. had this subconscious bias in their right, head right, sure. to help the team get a win, or were they lying because they're like, right? But this guy pulled me to side and it's like fuck with the test set, man. It, but Just it's a different. It. It's a different kind of wrong though because like there's the one it's like extreme negligent wrong versus like uh both of the men were blonde haired of irish descent 35 years old whatever and it's like oh those hairs are so similar i think as opposed to like two dog hairs and a fucking the science carpet fight has a window has some room for interpretation okay and then so you have to then make a judgment were they just seeing the wrong thing right, on an right. image right you know if you're yeah. looking at like a cat scan oh, or something no, you're like why didn't it. you see the tumor on this they could be like yeah. oh well there's a shadow i thought it was something else yeah, how do you yeah, know no, that's fair. You, you know, know what know? brought some of that to light was that sh- uh show making a murder well yeah Stephen Avery right thing. now yeah definitely i mean like they've stepped up the production value of what used to be like public access yeah local tv 3 a.m reenactment highway patrol like now they're like what if we got christopher nolan to direct an eight-part series on hey. a fucking, and it's like all of a sudden it's like an oscar-winning editor and a you know yeah, and trent reznor's doing the score right, and it's like now it's riveting yeah, yeah. as riveting as yeah. a regular film instead of like some corny actor like get out of the car ma'am like right, they right. to do those fucking reenactments right with the voice of the guy sorry, from sorry, like uh, sorry, sorry. right the voice of like Tugs one of those like, dateline guys yeah you know yeah. those voices yeah you know no the they've done narration the they, they did that in snl did you ever see did you ever see an snl the no uh, it's Stone fucking phillips <laughs> there's a there's like an, an snl skit with the voice like that that narrator yeah and then the guy who's interviewing the people and like it's sort of like ghoulish how like he enjoys He's like oh really <laughs> <laughs> go on yeah, exactly. it's got two exactly. q-tips in each ear like yeah, yeah. that's the spot <laughs> exactly yeah. as the people like recreate these horrible tragedies he's like all right and then what and then what oh, had happened that's awesome yeah exactly very breathy so uh the deuce continues to be an awesome tv show ah, i'm sure I don't doubt it. I saw the half of the first episode. Did you? I fell asleep, though. It's just like because I was tired. or just because it was this on a Sunday night, late on a Sunday yeah, night? It was, yeah. It was I going up on a Sunday. It was after the moonshine, I think. Oh, well. There you go. There you go. I was like, don't want to, can't. What's your, 
You were drinking your... hooch with chooch? Yeah, I was going to say chooch is hooch. Yeah, there you go. Ooh. The moonshine. There you, you go. Uncle there. chooch is hooch. Now it's a brand. Send us back your pickle jar and we'll fill it with shine. <laughs> That's it. Dude, right next to the fucking moon. Right next to the pickles. Put the, the pickles in the, mo- in the moonshine. There you go. Pickled. Moonshine pickles. See that? See that, bro? That be a whole There's thing. your fucking That's marketing theme. That's garnish yep. right there. Oh, so speaking of great ideas, this one's free. Okay. If we we just gave away a couple free. We just gave away oh, a few yeah, million yeah, yeah. free. Yeah, you were talking to me. Let's, free hear, let's hear the free idea. Well, Greg, yeah, this is a no-brainer. Okay. Uh, Andy Doba, old friend. You yes, know? the man. Smart guy. He's like, Brilliant so here's, the, here's how to save the company of Nintendo. Billion-dollar idea for Nintendo. Okay. You know, they're doing, like, all these, like, reissues. My buddy just got the Super Nintendo that That's has, like... preloaded with all the games. Which is, that games. alone is brilliant. Awesome, right? Yeah. So, I can, just, I'm in for an old Nintendo sure. with all Nintendo Nostalgia. games Nostalgia. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I mean, like, what am I going to play? Me, personally, I'll play five minutes of video games a month if I had that. Right. Zero mm-hmm. without it. Right, right. But it's still awesome. Of course, it's still awesome. And if somebody wants to play five hours a week and they have the time... God bless them. Do it do on you. my behalf. Yeah. I'm living through you. Um... But he said, put out the original Nintendo, all the games built into it. Yep. But then add to it Super Mario 4 made for the Nintendo. So everyone who grew up playing Nintendo okay. can pick up the Nintendo controller. It's all the same controls. It's the right. same controller. Right, right, right. They never made part three. Yeah, there you go. Um, and they put out Super Mario Brothers yeah, 4. Sure. And everybody who's our age, who yep. grew up, yep. who now is our parents, right. have jobs, would buy it immediately. Will be lined up around the corner for sure, like 150 bones yeah, 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 yeah. for that whole package. Yep. And they should. It'd be awesome if they made games for the old systems. Yes. Yep. And brought them back. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Because honestly, I'm not gonna pick up a controller now for. Whatever the new PlayStation. Right, I, sure. I know I'm in the minority, right, and it's course. like bigger than sports. Yeah, yeah. Nah, I don't got time. All that shit, yeah. you know. I know none of you are men anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, I'm just fucking around. Shots. Just fucking Fire. around. But we make your kids leave the house. Right. That's my PSA. Right. For, you know. Yeah. Not that we didn't play video games when we were kids, but I'd also like we'd go to the park and uh, spend 15 hours straight yes. playing basketball. Right, and then with come dudes, back and with play people video games. We didn't know. Yes, exactly. You know, exactly. it was a whole social fucking introduction. Very much so. And we would walk there and walk back and do all of the various outdoorsy Absolutely. things. Bike. I know you were biking. Bike. You know what the problem with bikes was in Brigantine? Wind. The wind. No, <laughs> you'd have it for about Yeah, it'd be gone. Somebody yeah. else would. Before it gets fucking jacked and painted and fucking all of a yep. sudden it's in Trenton. Go, I've, like, had, hey, I've had those. Go. I've had that happen to me a bunch Seriously, of times. Seriously, you get a couple bikes. That's how it goes in Brig. You get a couple bikes. You're like fourth grade, sixth grade. Both those bikes get jacked. Then you're walking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's it. No more bikes. Bikes <laughs> over. Remember that week? Yeah. That's fun. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. It was the fucking worst, man. It was like impossible to keep a bike. You ever get a bike stolen and then you see it at someone's house? Yeah, and you're like, like that's whole my fucking, fucking bike fucking and then you war. steal it back. No, it's, not. Yeah, it's a war. That's a fucking war. Fucking act of war. And I have stealing that shit back. That's what it would happen, though. They would get jacked and they wouldn't stay in Brigantine. They'd be no, gone. Yeah, yeah, They'd yeah. be in North. Didn't They'd they be find... shipped. They'd ship them out. Didn't they find... Oh, no, there was a whole ring where they were filling up pickup trucks. Like, they wouldn't just come and take a bike. <laughs> they would come into Brigantine with a pickup truck. And put like thirty bikes in the back. They caught a pickup truck with thirty stolen bikes. Uh, I know who stole them. Who? Francis. Oh. Pee Wee Herman reference. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, well played. 
For a second, I thought you meant Greg's dad. I'm like, dude, what? <laughs> what? Well, him too. The, the plot thickens. Yes, the plot does thicken. <laughs> Actually, I left my bike outside once, and my folks took it. It made me think it was stolen. Wow. Did you teach a lesson? taught me quite hey, a lesson. Yeah, this is quite a lesson. That, is quite uh, a lesson. that was a traumatic, fraught day. Yeah, for sure. You know? You don't fuck But at up. least I got, like, heavily grounded at the end of it. <laughs> so it all paid off. <laughs> it's like my last gasp of freedom is a suffocating one. Um, but it's true, man. It's like, that's it. It was like that we you grow out of bikes quick and break because it's like, yeah. they just get yep. jacked. You literally have to, like, ride your bike. No, because you'd have to ride your bike, and then, like, you'd have to bring it into whatever place you were going it to. It was not. You'd yeah. have to chain it while you were playing ball and all that shit. It just never happened. Yeah. Never happened. So it was and like. And plus, like, if everyone's getting their bike stolen, you have, like, a group of five people, and only one has a bike left. Yeah, yeah. What good is the one bike? Yeah, yeah. They got to go at the pace of the other. Backpegs right. and Backpegs and handlebars. And handlebars. Well, yeah, yeah no, but no, it's no, like, you can only do that so much. It doesn't work, dude. Yeah. If you get pegs on it, it's definitely getting stolen. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, if it's any kind of peg-worthy bike and you gotta, or a mountain bike. And you got to accessorized yeah, oh, God, yeah, if you're yeah, changing yeah. gears. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Pegs Yeah, Joey C, Arnold, like, they would ride their bike to the gym and then bring the gym upstairs oh, bring into the, bike the gym. Into the gym. Oh, yeah. Into the gym. You know, I was like, and there's like, we're talking like guys who are like in their late teens, 20s, yep. and they're like, no, the bike's coming inside. Turn their like, bike into a stationary it's like, bike. <laughs> it's like in a parking lot, too. It's not yeah, like, yeah. you know, yep. where uh, you would think someone might hesitate to steal. Yep. That's old school. Are you talking yep. about Brig Fitness? Uh, yes, the Brig Fitness Center. Yes, I sir. got hammered at that bar a month ago st george's wow. yeah dude. Look at you. that was the only bar that i realized was open like 24 hours wait, i'm wait, like wait, what wait, wait. well how'd you, you end up there how'd you end up there i was i went to ac with a couple of friends okay and his mom had a beach house okay in brig like wow oh, okay i forget where the hell it was exactly it was in there it was okay. like you know right. two miles in well that okay. makes more sense it was right by that uh, seafood road stand spot that's really good where people will go and they'll down by uh, I don't know what it's called it's probably where uh, Jumbo's used to be oh okay okay for all the people at home there's that really good there. seafood for the zero people so like pretty far pretty this. far into Brigantine probably further than you've ever been right yeah into Brigantine right so we went to the one bar that was right in Brig right. which is like a really nice setup they sold liquor there and then they closed, so we're like, where the hell do we go? They're like, oh, if you like walk, stumble over to St. George's, they're open like 24 hours. Right, I'm right. like, all right. And then we walk there. and You walked there? Yeah. Wow. Destroyed. Wow. TKO. But it's a weird experience Carol to tears. be in that parking lot but not be going to the gym, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's bizarre. It was fucking blurry, too. Wow, man. The pub. Look at you. Um, speaking of some old school shit, nothing more old school than a great rap album. And I heard one. Wow, a great I rap album. A legitimate, Those still exist? A legitimate, okay. recent, okay. classic rap album. Well. So I'm going to tell you who's on it. Okay? All right. The Locks. Okay. Saigon. Okay. Bad Bun B. Crooked Eye. Joey Badass. Wow. West Side Gun. Wow. Conway. Your Old Droog. Wow. That's your guy. Big Pun's ch- uh, son, Chris, Chris Rivers. right. Production by Just Blaze, Buck Wild, High Tech, Q-Tip, and seven tracks by Static Select. Wow. Is that... This is a new... Is that Two Chains? Okay. This is from 2016, okay. Terminology, wow. Just Politics. Wow, okay. Ooh. And it is fucking Wow, bang. okay. Noted. I will, You'll I put will that go on? rock it. I will rock it. 
Now, it's I not- mean, I know ter- I know terminology. I know terminology, and I know that he's super tight with Static Selector. Yep. But like I, I can't say that I've listened to a ton of his music that I've loved. But it's it all, but, I've, but I to be honest, I've only listened to a song here or there. Equally raw and thoughtful. Wow. Wow. You could almost if you divvied up the tracks on the album. Two different not albums. Like, like you'll put it on the first track. The conscious and rap album and the street rap album. Get that album, put it in your iPod. What do you say? The iPod uh, Nano on yeah, your bicep yeah, mini. Exactly. <laughs> bicep mini. <laughs> put your iPod Nano on your. Vi- Why can't I say the word iPod? <laughs> because you're thinking iPod. iPad. Yeah. The iPod, iPod no longer exists. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's now the iPad. Yeah. Put your iPod Nano. <laughs> Nano. <laughs> I, can't, I can't say iPod, iPod Nano. Nan- iPod Nano on your bicep mini. Yeah. There you go. And uh, Have you ever seen a jacked guy with one of those armbands with oh, the yeah. MP3 player? Have you ever seen a single jacked guy with that? No, you haven't. Other than in the mirror. You have not. What about on the little... Uh, Shwip. Well, yeah, I have a little clip. You could swip, but I'm thinking talking about the watch, arm dude. strap. Have no. you ever seen a jacked guy with the arm strap with the MP3 player in it? No. No, you have not. That's the correct That's answer. It's like a cliche movie character almost. Yes, like it putting is. Putting that on like... Yes. The bicep Welcome mini. Welcome to spin <laughs> class. Yeah. Yeah, so put that album into your mini bicep. Yep. Hit play. Yep. First set. Wow. You're in. I'm in. That sounds amazing. It's a great workout album. I gotta bump it. I was just... Uh, I'm in and I will listen to it today. Um, but what was interesting, I was just had an observation about Dirt Malone talking about being wasted at St. George's. And if you really think about it, right? Like... Talk about like a metaphorical fork in the road for guys like us as kids is like the St. George's is downstairs mm-hmm. and the fitness center is upstairs. Yeah. And like both represent like it represents like a decision as a young dude growing up at Brigantine. It honestly did like yeah. right then and there because it's like, you know, you, you were at St. George's like and no disrespect to the place, yeah, whatever. Yeah. But it's like, you know, like a lot of people have spent a lot of time on a lot of bar stools there. Yeah, it's, like, it's you a know, place you could definitely go into and not exit. Right, you know, and it's like it's open twenty four hours and all that stuff, right? And it's like, man, it's like you know, there have been some champs yeah. who ended up on those stools. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And it's like, man, it's like a very uh, conscious decision, uh, like metaphorically as a fork in the road in a, like a young dude's life. All right, am I gonna go up and train? And yeah. it doesn't mean you're going to go up and train to be some physique champion or anything, but it's like, am I gonna go do something productive? I'm going to go get fucking hammered, you know? And it's like, that's a decision, you know what I mean? And it's like, there's been, a, like I said, a lot of champs oh, man. Who, who stay downstairs, then go upstairs. It just made me, this is like not completely related, but it just made me think, I might have told you this story before, but being in like an old school, like hole in the wall, almost like o- OTB sure. pub in yeah. Queens, right? It's like before the, the hipsters were there. And I know it's like a hipster thing to say. Uh, but before the hipsters were, it was like the only place. Not yet. Gentr- now there's a gentrified. million places to like get a drink. Now the, it was like the only place that right, you could sure. like, after one, you could get stuff. Kind of like a Scranton bar. Yes. Yeah, right. Yeah. Very blue collar. Sure. Very even like Jersey, yeah, you know, yeah. just yep. working class. Yep. And uh, they were the buddy of mine. And it was like, he's working in the, for the government, the local government. And there was some kind of like story on the news and it was on like muted on the TV, right? Right. And he's getting all pissed off. And he starts saying this stuff to this guy next to him. And he goes on like a four minute fucking rambling rant about how pissed off he is about the city council just fucked everybody, all this mm-hmm. shit, whatever. And he's saying it to this guy and the guy's just nodding the whole time, like no feedback. It's just being talked to. And the yeah. guy's like, yeah, 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 yeah. And then he finishes and the guy looks at me 
completely <laughs> vacant, completely vacant look in his eyes. And he goes, where am I? <laughs> and I'm like, and I said the name of the bar. And he's like, no, what town is this? Wow. I was just like. I remember you telling me that before. It was like, it was like, it was like eerie, right? Yeah, no, no, dude. I mean, like, he literally didn't know, man. He yeah. did not fucking know. And wow. he wasn't like falling over. Right, right. So it was like made it even right, like he. Something, right. But he was just in the midst of like this, the receiving out of like this tongue lashing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a, this, my buddy like complaining about everything wrong wow. with society. And the guy's like just nodding his head going on to it. And then it ends and you realize. He wasn't present for any wow. of that. It just happened. No. Wow. It was fucked up. That is rough. Well, you're talking about like spooks, when, you know, the way he's, it's, it bugs me out. Something just <laughs> fell in the Speaking room. of things that, being that dude? bugging me out. But just like the way Sco delivers that where he's like, where am I? Yeah. <laughs> fucking, it's creepy. <laughs> no, it, it's fucking creepy. No, it was like yeah. uh, out of uh, Twin Peaks or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In fact, like the look in his face is yeah. like, you know, like a completely different bug, person just showed out, up and didn't know. It yeah, yeah, it's sucking. When you're saying like some champs, I'm like, it reminded me of that guy. I'm like, I always think like, what, what happened before? Yep. What happened to get the, for that guy yeah, to get yeah. to the point where he didn't know where he yeah, was? Yeah, for sure. And how can I avoid it? Yep. You know, that's it. That I want to know. I want to fucking know where I am. That bar that's... being open 24 hours is fucking dangerous. Of course. Of course it is, dude. There's you know? there's almost nothing that's in the world that's open 24 hours no. where like that's a good idea. Yeah, yeah. It's like Chris Rock says, like nobody goes to an ATM at four in the morning yeah. to get three hundred dollars for a good fucking. Reason. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. True. Yeah. That's a very. very and that's why there's so many like pawn shops and shit next to casinos and so much fucking poverty and. You know. You were just saying something profound, and I was about to say something snarky. I think we I we, Hit we me. touched upon okay. profound enough. We can. I'm never going to see the word observation the same again because of you. <laughs> now everything's an ob. Dude, you think, wait till the next like couple of weeks of sneezing, dude. Oh, now you're going to get yeah. it, dude. It was like a running joke for like a month with yeah. my girl. She's like, she's like, oh, the ob on the subway today. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm like, oh, tell me more. <laughs> like the Dateline guy. Was he sickly? Tell me more. Wow. It's fucked up, dude. It's so fucked up. I mean... Like I said, it's we not deconstructed. We it's deconstructed up, it nicely, though, from it, a psychological, oh, did, psychosexual yeah. standpoint. It's it's fucked up not because it it's wrong. It's just fucked up because that's just one of like a trillion variables that yeah. the lens through which those people see the world, they experience it in right. an entirely different sure. way than you. Yeah, of course. You know, like the, they were go home at night and they can remember vividly the ten sneezes right, they saw right. that day, right. and it like the impact it had on them. Meanwhile, you're like. Right. fucking trap whatever the fuck yeah, sure, you sure, know sure. but like here's the thing though right like I have reached a level of understanding with it now because we simply talked it out yes. and looked it drew all the parallels between that and anything that we might find attractive plus the Lego the scenes that, right exactly exactly I know you're gonna you're I mean the Lego scenes the Lego scenes are that is that any different than any other sort of like uh, artistic depiction of sex or, or that's animation, not, you know what I mean? like, anime. That's not know, right, sure. Like, so like a you know, uh, different than like a typical like drawing dicks. human pornography. Right. Right. But like uh, just a situation where uh, it's like an artistic rendering of a sexual yeah. act, it would be accepted with Legos. You know? It's, you know, it Wait, seems fucking weird, on. but sexual acts 
Don't involve Legos? Uh, right? I guess Team guess America, World Police. Exactly. Fucking sexy. Exactly. The sex scene in Team America. That's the foulness. Yeah. Only if you promise me you'll, you won't die, then I'll have sex with you. I promise. <laughs> <laughs> and then, do. Yeah. Oh, Great oh, film. Shit. I have Great to film. clean my ears. Great film. I don't know. I don't know. I think those guys... I think Trey Parker and Matt Stone would join Public Enemy and Rage Against the Machine in my um, in my um, imaginary Gitmo, where such provocative art being created in 2017 would have you um, locked up. Locked up. I think. Absolutely. I think Team America, if it dropped today, with Fear of a Black Planet and they are definitely Rage Against the Machine, the kind of people who. Yes. Push the envelope. Yes. Without it being just for the sake of pushing. Yes. The oh, very much so. You know. Very much so. There's a moral compass guiding. Some people just want to be like provocative. Yep. For the sake of being a provocateur. Oh, of course. Yeah. You know. Yep. The Milo's of the world. Yes. Exactly. I'm sure. That was short-lived. You know. Oh yeah, he's like. Is he? Has he had a resurgence? He was just having a week-long. He was supposed to have a week-long freedom of speech conference at mm, Berkeley mm. designed to inflame the Antifas of the sure, world sure, sure. in which like Bannon, Steve Bannon mm. and all these other mm. luring Milo types right. would come to inflame. Right. Sure. Trigger, I believe is the word they yes. use. Yes. You know, it's an interesting thing. Like yes. it's when you get tested and I would argue America's being tested currently. I agree. I know that 40% of the country agrees with me. Yep. And 40% of the country completely disagrees with me. Mm -hmm. And the other 20% wishes the other 80% would go fuck themselves. Right, yeah, that's pretty you know, That's pretty much the country. Yep. If Maybe those numbers are off, but those are the three groups. Yep. But it's interesting how in these times that people are so quick to take something that like holds the country together and say it's worth getting rid of it to save the country right now. Right, sure. Like, after 9-11, it was the Patriot Act. Yeah. It was like, sure. oh, my Civil God, I'm, anything, I'm so afraid right yeah. now. You can take, <clears throat> you can put a camera in my shower. Yeah. If it means you'll make sure that there are no terrorists in a shower anywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, so we can find them. Yep. And they hand these things over. And, like, so after going through that after 9-11, I'm kind of like, all right, I yep. think there's been like a political 9-11 sure, that's sure, happened. Sure. Yep. If we're quick to say we need to do whatever oh, is possible. Yeah, yeah. So like the idea that like the Milos of the world yeah. who I think represent the, have the worst intentions and are reprehensible individuals. Of course. And don't give a shit about anyone other than their own grandstanding, yeah, right? Of like I do find it kind of ridiculous like that they can't go to somewhere like Berkeley and speak. Well, of course. Without fucking. Right, of course. Uh, people flipping tables over and fucking having breakdowns. Absolutely, that's the thing. It's a, it's a, um, you know, uh, baby with the bathwater type of situation. Right. It's like you know, uh, so you can despise these guys and what they say, but what happens when it's your guy? I like who even, is yeah. despised. Yeah, I even you know? saw like the ACLU recently, like backtracked mm. and was like, we're not gonna back hate speech mm. or something along those lines, right? right? Sure. 
And I'm like, well, now we're starting to get to, that's a slippery slope to me when it's like someone's making a decision as to what speech is bad or isn't. You're quick to be like, yeah, we need to get rid of bad speech. Well, then someone decides that your speech is a bad bad speech. And you're like, well, wait, that's not what I meant. Too late, motherfucker. You already gave that up. Of course. It's like uh, defining hate speech is like defining obscenity. Yeah. You know, it's like, all right, like, you know, what, what is obscene? So those guys, so like, you know, Trey Parker and Matt Stone. Yeah, yeah. The second you're like, you know what, dude, we need to get rid of this offensive speech. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's a slippery slope right there. Somebody can be like, yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. You're a great idea. Right, right. We're going to fucking throw Chance the Rapper in right. fucking jail because right, exactly. he was like on TV saying, right, right, you know, sure. guns are bad. Well, that's what I'm saying. So it's like it's like for every uh, Milo Yanniopoulos that I think should shut the fuck up, there's probably somebody who wants to shut South Park down mm-hmm. and oh. stuff like that. And it's like, yeah. God forbid. You know, so it's like I get you got to remember that, you know, and you and you got to, like you said, you know, also remember the cyclical nature of the world. And one thing is a response to another thing and whatnot. And the thought that, like you said, um, uh, how quickly civil liberties were taken or gladly given, given away. away after 9-11, you yeah. know, um, in, in the same way we could really do a ton of damage in terms of our freedom of expression um, simply as a response to, yep. you know, the current state of things. It's short-sighted. It's like being tested. Either the institution or the rule right. is true, and the principle yep. behind it is yep. true, or yep. it's not. Yep. If if you put pressure on something and then it, you buckle right. and it breaks, then right. it's fucking useless. Yeah. You know? No, I see it, a lot of it going I on. I know, like, and it's a, it's a fucked up thing. You know? It's a fucked up thing. Cause, and, like, you know, it makes me think of, like, the 60s, right? Because they try to put it in perspective, right? But it's like, all right, so... If you had, if you had a speaker, a particular speaker coming to your institution, mm-hmm. and they were gonna just say the worst fucking Go things fuck possible, yourself. right? right. They're gonna come to school and talk to the students and tell the students why they were all pieces of shit with bad values and they had everything wrong and here's the way it should be and this race is greater than that race and blah blah blah. Like, at what point is the school co-signing it? I think that's where the weird gray area is, yeah. right? Where it's like. You want to allow people to come and express themselves, even express unpopular opinions, even express opinions that are, in some cases, despicable. But then at the same, you want to you want to give people the freedom to do that, the freedom of discourse, the freedom of debate, to hear all sides of something, to allow people to respond in a civil manner yeah. to things that are abhorrent. But then at the same time, like I can see, I'm just trying to look. I try to look yeah. at both sides of it. I can see like it being, you know, the dean or chancellor of some school and thinking to myself like all right at what point am i telling my students that the university is sort of co-signing these that's ideas that's an interesting point you know? yeah i don't like know if somebody's like all jews are evil that's right. the name of their book right you're right. like hosting them for a speaking right. yeah, fucking yeah. thing right but at the same time i mean like these fringe opinions right right the, that's the arena in which they should be contested. Right, right, sure. Because I think if we've learned anything in this country in the last couple of years, it's like thinking like, oh, that's just over there doing its oh, own thing. Man. And it ain't nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Um, yeah. Whether it's a message board right, or, sure. you know, revenge porn and or all this stuff, these yeah. crazy fucking groups yeah, yeah, yeah. that are online and have their own fucking world that they create. Yep. Yeah. That's completely insulated from the rest of society. People have been like, ah, oh, whatever. That's them doing their own thing over right. there. 
And now all of a sudden it's like, God, I don't know how this grew. Right, sure. And became more mainstream. Right, sure. And it's because nobody challenged it. Right. You know? Yep. Uh, I think now's a good time to challenge things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? But you're right. It is kind of like saying, like, you invite somebody over for dinner, you know, there is a certain th- And your whole family's of- looking at you like, what the fuck did you invite this asshole for? Listen to the yeah. fucking stuff this guy says. Yeah. You like this guy? Totally right? valid. And then it's totally like. Totally valid point. Totally valid for them to say it. But then my response to them would be like, guess what? They're assholes in the fucking world. Right, right. And I wanted you to meet one. <laughs> Right, right. I want you to that's meet right, the assholes right. in the world because yeah, guess right. what? There's no that's shortage. Fair. Right, right. That's fair. And There's it's no... and it's different. The sanctity of a home versus the sanctity the versus a learning institution. I mean, you do live in college, though. I mean, oh, like, that's true. That's you know, true. it is. That's true. God for, can you imagine? Like you know, somebody wrote a book. Jews are evil, and right. you're Jewish, and right. you're fucking working. You know, yeah, yeah. Handing out books. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You might flip a table. Right. Yeah, that's the other thing. It's like also. You should. People are like, why? I don't have a pro. I don't fail to understand right. why people get upset. Sure, yeah, yeah. You know, I just don't know if that's achieving the means, the the goal that they're looking for. No, of course. You know, of course. I say bring the guy in and humiliate him. Right. Sure. You know. Yep. Right. Like, like what the fuck have you done? Yeah. yeah, oh, yeah. 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 What did you do? You wrote a fucking. Like the the article you were saying, a guy wrote a graphic novel that's like a white nationalist graphic yeah, yeah. novel. It's like a fantasy w- series of novels that right. are like, you know. Right, right, sure. White race ruling shit. Fucking, right. Not like it's not right. in our fucking country, but, you know. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, yeah, you, shame them. Right. No, I think that's that's I think that's entirely bad. But, like, like you know, you'll hear, like, um, I'm trying to think of an example. But like generally like pretty dope, insightful comedians. But ones who are less politically correct or concerned and who are a little bit more honest with regard to their honest in quotes. You know, yeah. just meaning uh unfiltered. Yeah, in, in, or you mean Richard Pryor sure. or Louis C. K. Right, right, exactly. And how some of those guys you Dave hear Chappelle. some of those guys you hear are hesitant to go perform at colleges now. Oh, yeah, 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 no, yeah. Like, Bill Maher won't me. do it. Yeah. Like, Bill and it's, yeah. right, it's like you take Bill, it's like you take somebody and it's like, sure, Bill Maher might have an opinion that you, you know, 19-year-old sophomore co-ed yeah. finds offensive. But you got to look at people in like with the totality of their stances and their yeah. work and all that and it's like, I don't know. Context. Uh, right, the thought that like stand-ups aren't coming to these places. and I and, mean, like to me, stand-up, you should be able to make the most awful yeah. joke. yep. You should be able to say the most awful joke yeah. ever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just firmly believe that. Because yeah. the second it comes down to taste, yeah, yeah. and we're like regulating taste. Yeah. Not a good place to be. It's one thing if you're like... You Not going to have a good time. No. But anyways, let's talk about something serious for a change. <laughs> Fucking around. Let's talk about something serious. Let's talk about sex, baby. We already talked about sex. Yeah, you're right. New Wu Tang album. Hey. We we're talking some fuel for yes, the fire. It comes yes. out next week. It, what's interesting is that there was the song that you pointed out to me, which was called With Red Man. What People Say or yeah. something. Right? Yeah. What They Say, something like that. Yeah. Um, and then I just received a text a little while ago from the big Asian who, was at, who asked me, and I heard this Wu Tang song called Lessons Learned. Yes. And is that a new Wu Tang song? Those are the too? first two. Well, singles. so there's two. Well, the whole album comes out two, next No, week. but I'm saying, so there's yeah. two noteworthy songs. Yes. 
Thank God. The first two songs are solid. Wow. Solid songs. Wow. I think it's like mathematics produced. Yeah, album. yeah, yeah. I know the fr- I know the the song that I had heard what they say or whatever it's called. Yeah. Uh, was produced by mathematics. It was awesome. Can be can, can be awesome. There's no reason that they can't. You of know? course not. I mean, if 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 like if Iverson can be in the big three league, right? Yeah, Wu Tang can put a good album out. Well, I mean, you know, those guys are, those guys in Jay Z are probably the same age, right? Oh, right. And, yeah, I mean, it's just and equally influential at in in at around the same time in history, right? So it's like it's just well, a question of taste and right, creative decisions, right? The ability to evolve. Yeah. I'm just saying that the thought that they have it in them would the is the world. Would the world welcome a vulnerable Wu Tang album? No, no, I don't even mean like that. I just mean uh, probably not. But like, I just think of like, uh, but Jay Z could also come out with a banger tomorrow, too. Of course, right? So it's like I I sit here and I think like, well, if Jay Z can, then they can too, for sure. Mm -hmm. You know, interesting. Yeah, I mean, it's not like talented people all of a sudden become talentless. No, I know. Are you hungry? Are you surrounded by the right people? Is the creative or the creative forces in your life? Yeah, di- pushing you in the right direction. Right. You know. What's uh, fueling your fire recently? Anything of note? Anything of note? Fuel for the fire. I actually had made a mental note. Oh, okay. I had made a mental note about something, and I'm, I'm not going to give it away. But I have an idea, loosely related to G Code, inspired by it. Okay. But I'll give a little backstory. Dirt Malone knows this backstory. Yes. yes. So, like. 2013 or so, right? Um, I came across um, a designer named Virgil Abloh who has a brand called Pyrex Vision and now he has a brand called Off-White. And when I think Jay-Z and Kanye were on the uh, Watch the Throne tour, I would see them every so often in these flannels that were awesome and they had a big graphic on the back and I was like, yo, those flannels are fucking sick. So I run to the Google machine, and I input information. $12,000. The World Wide Web? (laughs) On the World Wide Web, yes. Um, On the the, the the AOL dial-up, right? I fired up the Google machine. And uh, so I find uh, that the flannels that they're wearing are going for $550, right? Uh, which I long for a day where that doesn't seem completely preposterous You're like, was it on sale? <laughs> right. Is this sale rack? I don't fuck with clearance, man. Yeah. yeah. I cheap. don't know if I have it in me for it ever to, for that ever to seem trivial. You do. Okay. But I was like, wow, that's a lot of money for a shirt, <laughs> right? So that was the thing that inspired the idea of going out to a thrift shop and buying every flannel they have and putting the Go Hard logo on the back yeah. and mm-hmm. giving them away when people purchase stuff, yeah. right? One of a kind. And then it, the difference between Virgil Abloh's and ours is that I'm assuming Virgil Abloh's is probably made in a sweatshop somewhere off of one re- giant ream of material and all the shirts are the same, whereas ours, each one would be different. Yes. Yeah. So it was a cool concept and one that we carry forth to this day, one we use for G-Code, one we'll use for Go Hard again. Um, but... Uh, the thing that he, but this guy, but that's not to knock this guy or his vision. Right. If somebody's willing to pay $550 for your shirt, then I guess more power to you. Um, but what I saw was that he had a pair of these um, canvas Jordan 1s. They're Jordan 1s, but they're made like out of canvas, like a mm-hmm. Chuck Taylor or that kind of shoe. And um, he had marked up the outsole 
you know, the side of the shoe, mm. written some shit at it, yeah. right? And apparently Nike saw it. And they're like, hey, why don't you do a whole line of fucking Nikes like that, right? Wow. So he basically, like, did a deconstructed, reconstructed Jordan 1, like the fucking butter, beautiful... Jordan one, but like where things were slightly off kilter and in the wrong like place and whatever. And, yeah. And then was writing on the side of them, like for the first several hundred. So it would, all of them said air in quotes, and then he'd put like skull and that nice. would be your pair. Right. But, yeah, and I was like, yeah. man, that is fucking amazing. Yeah. Right. It was dope. And when you see just how the shoes put together, it's just dope. Everything about it's dope. So. Uh, I'm not going to give it away. You got the wheels turned. But it's got, it got the wheels turned recently, and I thought of something that we might do. Yep. Um, so it, so I'm using that inspiration as fuel for something that we might share with the public at some point. I'm in on it. Nice. <laughs> I got some fuel for the fire musically. And I will share it, Skull. I will share it with you once we're no longer recording. Oh. I'm in. Yep. Stay tuned. Yep. Dirt, what's your fuel? Gas mask. Apollo. Oh, good album. Yes. Really good. Yes. Almost the, the, all of his stuff, man. There's like five bangers on each But album. you guys got to explain to me, who's the left? Just an MC? Uh, or is it a group? Is it Red Pill? No, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a rapper. All right, but he's Random is dude. The left, know. a guy with Apollo Brown? Are they together the left? Together they are the oh, left. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, that album's dope. The, the production is fucking insane, and the cover... Yes, crazy. Sick. I apologize. No, it is uh, Apollo Brown, right? Journalist one hundred and three, and DJ Soko. Okay, and journalist together they is are a the rapper. Left. Together they are journalist one hundred and three. How about that? Yeah, guess man, that's a dope album. It's dope. Um, Fire. I was gonna ask you guys, did you hear the first West Side Gun, MF Doom song? I might have. Did you hear it? How about you? I, I did hear it, and I can't pinpoint it, but it almost, part of me feels like, and you guys will have to listen and, and confirm or deny, yeah. that it's a, maybe like a remix of a prior West Side Gun song. Because oh, as soon good. as I heard it, I was like, wow, the beat's really familiar, and I feel like it's familiar from the hearing. Familiar. Yeah, oh. and I felt like, wow, I feel like it's familiar because I heard West Side Gun rap on this before. And then I thought to myself, Huh, I wonder... Maybe he just put out his part. Right, maybe. Maybe. But but regardless, so it was the, the a, a longer song and there was a whole Doom verse. Which so, is a different, a whole different thing. It's a different audience. Yeah. I've never been necessarily into MF, MF Doom. But, but now you know who MF Doom is. He uh, Remind me. Okay, he's is on the Gassed Face with Third Base. Right, okay. He's yes, yes, yes. X. Right, right, right. Okay, okay. He did Peach Fuzz. Well, it's kind of like a Prince Paul thing, because hasn't yes. Prince Paul had multiple aliases? Well, yeah, he's engraved it. Right, right. Like, he's done yeah, yeah, yeah. a lot of crazy yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, Okay. But so, so, but that's what I always think of him yeah, as, yeah, yeah. is the, the other gas, dude in the, in the song, in, the Gassed Face third with Third Base. Like a classic, like, hip-hop yeah, yeah. fucking track from... MC Search, Prime Minister Pete Nice. And Peach Fuzz, when like, he's like riding on the bicycle handlebars, like, right. I think of that right. when I think of him. Right, right. And then, but since then, he was like homeless. Right. Crazy stuff. Right. He wears a mask. He right. sends people to his shows wearing his mask. So it's not him. Right. And kind like of stiff, an Andy Kaufman thing, right? No, no. Kind of like a total shady. Oh, okay. Stiffing promoters not showing up for concerts, like really disturbed kind of really personality type wow. of person. Right. Oh, so three, like yeah. he's got like he's kind of like a weird, unpredictable 
entity. He's got a big following. Oh, a huge cult following. Right. And his albums are like iconic to a certain group. Right. right? Um, him and who's the other dude who's like Victor Vaughn and uh, I forget his fucking name. Right, Vinny is like, you guys make me sick that I can't uh, talk about mad villainy. Mad Lib. Well, there's Mad Lib, and then this is the other guy that people, a lot of people say Andre 3000 is like him. Hmm. This is, this is, uh. Hmm. I can't believe I can't think of who this guy is like. This is above my pay grade. I don't know. I know what's going on. You've heard of MF Doom. Oh, before. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you've heard of Mad Lib. Yes. Right. Yeah. No, Mad. I haven't like, heard of them recently. They all, villainies, all these underground collectives. Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyways, Where huge it's like a cult followings that like necessarily not mainstream, right? Yeah, but yeah. like just die hard. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Very much. Get so. five thousand people to a show, right? And people would be like, "This is historic!" Like really, right, yeah, fuck, yeah, yeah. you know, like that yep. kind of shit. Um, so like West Side Gun collaborating with the, him is weird, right? Well, it's weird, but it's also <clears> like where'd the verse come from, right? Did MF Doom record it recently, right, sure, sure. or is it like in some producers, right? Uh, a fl- you know, on literally like a hard external flop or like on a floppy right, disk. Right, sure, sure. Like there's he's a, bounces all the right, round. Sure. He's worked with a lot of different people. But they're it's gonna have a to whole album down. together, though. Right, yeah. but the question is, is it because like is it from like a session right, from right, 2009 sure, sure. Right, with right, MF okay, Doom and enough. a producer yeah, was yeah. like, this would be cool, or did they right, meet and they actually know each other? It's he's one of those guys where like it's Part tough to know. Yes, yeah, hmm. it's tough to know the origins right. of some of the things. Right. Okay. Fair enough. God, man, it's gonna drive me nuts. Talk for a minute, guys. Well, I, I, I had seen I had seen that speaking of West Side Gun that there's a uh, uh, cool Keith. Cool Keith. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Who's also magnetic MCs. Yes. Yes. yes, and he's got like a hundred like aliases and put fifty albums out, and people are like, he's a Genius! I can't yep. believe no one gets it like yep. on that level. Yep, I had seen that. Um, so I was saying that West Side Gun, right, uh, has um, has a new as a fifth mixtape coming out on the fifth anniversary of his first one. Nice. Um, and uh, those guys have been steady fuel for the fire for a couple years for me. Yep. Um, but. Really, really, really cool. Like the story behind it, just I was reading it, like kind of like writing in, uh, like a stream of consciousness in a in a um, Instagram caption. But he was talking about how, um, like five years ago, uh, Conway, who's his brother and his partner in their duo, um, was still recovering from shot. He was shot in the neck, mm-hmm. yeah. right? And um, he had basically uh, decided that. He was going to do everything he can to sort of propel them to success and that he was going to uh, basically go into the lab and create a classic album in three days. Hmm. And that's where the, he did the first uh, Hitler was Hermes. And he's like everything, like everything about it from the title to everything was so fucking far out there. Yeah. And like he basically said, uh, he said he, um, that he was... Uh, took a chance with the title and imagery, either it was going to work or my career was over before it started. And, like, that was basically what he decided. And, he, and he, like, he was going to go in the lab for three days and crank yeah. this thing out and basically, like, make exactly what he saw in his head and either it was going to catch yeah. or it was just going to flop and nobody was going to get it. And yeah. 
it's just it's pretty remarkable. So awesome. I was like, the fact that those guys are like kind of blowing up, blowing up, you know, yeah, and it's like are. you know yeah. from pretty pretty humble beginnings yeah. in Buffalo. Yep, you know, it's pretty crazy. Um, yeah, so I like, signed them, so they're uh, you I know. know on the fast track on the teat. Paul Rosenberg, they're suckling from the, the teat, teat, the, the mother teat. wolf. <laughs> mother wolf. That's your heavy metal band album. Mother wolf. Mother wolf. Mother wolf is the band name, and then the, the, the album teat. is sucking, sucking from the, the teat. teat. <laughs> sucking from the titsky. Mother mother wolf. The schnitzel. <laughs> mother wolf. The teat. Classic, dude. Classic. Instant classic. That sells a hundred thousand copies. Nihilist. <laughs> like first black week. death metal, all in German. It's pretty good. That's, I mean, Record, hey, that's well, recorded. We got are that, you right? Singing a hit song? We got are you that, singing right? an already hit song? We got or that. is that new? Because it sounds that, like time for cake thing. inside of me. Right yes, there. that's right. I'm just going to fucking rattle some pots and pans. I need a couch that. shaped like a taco. <laughs> Do it and, and envelop you with a with a hot sauce blanket that you can just pour upon yeah. me. I want like yes. I want like turkey gravy to be ensconced in the au jus. That's an album title right there, dude. That's literally what I need. Like I need like ten hours of that. Well, I got a cure for what ails you. Oh, Ooh. that's a bold statement. I see. Oh, I see. I'm gonna describe no. what I see here. Okay. Putting the cherry on the podcast here, on the squadcast. We got a yellow plastic bag, and I see three Tupperware-like containers inside it. A Consi- stack. Consider this redemption. Consider this a man making good. Uh-oh. On past failures. <laughs> is this... Uh, Some type of... I have... Is it going to be devastating? Ironically, these are in uh, leftover containers from Coronado's... Clean cuisine at Coronado Clean Cuisine. www. Is Because what's in them? Amazing. The furthest thing possible from Coronado's Clean Cuisine. This is a dirty. This is a dirty day. That is one. Whoa! There's a pumpkin napkin. It's a pumpkin. It's. I I can't even see what it is yet. Open it up. The lid is coming off. The napkin is being removed. Oh, dear Lord! What is it? This is the Oreo cheesecake. That is correct. Yo, before we eat it, you got to take a picture of this dirt. My phone's at 1%, let me see. It's just 1% enough. Yo, you got to get that in there? Yo. Can you get the whole thing? Yeah, I'll make it work. And you're good. Wow. Holy shit. It existed shit. and it shortly will not. That's yes. fucking... Dude, you are the yes. man and the source of this is the woman. <laughs> so, I had talked this up. Yeah. Right? We're going to put, it, put an this image up. up for this. I had talked this up, right? Holy shit. Um, with the idea in mind uh, that it was the dirtiest thing I had eaten. And then... And you ate something dirty. And then... No, no. And, and it was. And then uh, I sat here and I talked to you guys about it and I, I provided nothing. And I felt like... I don't know. I felt like it was a. I felt like I was a. A dessert tease. The Halloween you know napkin's saying? nice though. It really sets nice it. Nice little touch. It really sets good. it up. Oh, nice it's perfect. It maintained all of the cheesecake. Yes. Integrity. Yes. Yes. It's not a violation. Sometimes, no. like you add something to, like oh a, yeah, yeah. you add something to a cheesecake, it could quickly become not a cheesecake. Oh, very much so. 
Yes. It's still a cheesecake. It is. But it's still got the Oreo. Now, what is the glaze? That is uh, caramel. Ah, uh, yes. All it caramel. Is. You it bet is. your sweet That is. That is correct. We gotta enjoy this off air. This is too. And much. then there's oh, a. I'm enjoying this. I'm and not then stopping there's for a chocolate chip cookie crust. Mmm. Oh fuck. Yeah. Oh shit. Yep. And the interesting thing about this, right, is like the day Tara bakes it, it's not at its peak yet. Like it needs to yeah. set in the fridge right. for a while and like really rest. congeal. Like you know, meat, you shouldn't carve it right away. Exactly. You gotta let it rest. It's like exactly. a chicken soup. <clears throat> the ingredients, there needs, right. The, yeah. There's a medley of ingredients that all need to sort of work together and it only, it only perfects itself with time. Seriously. This is uh, this is amazing. I think I can say this is a fact. This is the worst thing we've ever done to you, to the audience at home. Yes, yes. This, this is, is we. I know we've eat, discussed things. We've eaten things. We've talked about defining crust. obscenity today. <laughs> yeah, and, like... and we have actually <laughs> defined obscenity with our yes. actions. Yes, we've partaken in it. Yes. In filthiness. Tara Morrison, you've this, done it again. You've done did it again. This you have done the... did it again. Real deal. Yes, indeed. Dude, she's really good at doing like the cookie. Yeah, yeah. Base. Uh huh. With any cookie base with the cream. Mm -hmm. Oh my god! And the Oreos. And there's caramel on it. Yeah, it's just it's, it's all fucking all amazing. the best things hanging out together. You know what I'd love to know is the dirtiest thing that our listeners have eaten. Wow. Yes, I would like to know leave that. Leave a comment. So leave, leave a, a comment. comment. On this episode, yep. if it's up to our lofty standards, standards yes. of disgusting yes. filth, filth, we will share it with the world. I believe in you. I know we have some serious eaters. Is it so filthy that it just lacks all self-respect? Yes. I want you to make the species <laughs> feel shame. Yeah. That's it. That's it. Or why Tell bother? Us. Or why bother? Or, or don't or don't post don't post it if it's some. Don't come bullshit. here. If with you bought the it at Seven Eleven, yeah. I don't want to hear about. Don't come here it. with Although, some kind of bush. There are some grimy things. There are some grimy things, but don't come here with some bush league fucking. You yeah. know. Yeah. I had two cheeseburgers. Yeah. If you had a taquito. Yeah. From Seven Eleven, no. If you had seventeen of them. Ooh, now you're talking. Post it, and we'll share it with the world. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Well, this was a especially this little bonus. It was length and girth. Yes. This week. Did you ever see the Kirby enthusiasm where um, the the woman uh, watches? I, it must have been some film that he wrote and directed after Seinfeld, or maybe right before Seinfeld, or whatever. Right. Oh, yeah, and she goes to describe it. She goes to critique it to him, and the only thing she can say is that it, it was a good length. <laughs> it's like really a good length. That's what I think of when I was like, oh, you know, you know, it's like uh, just the right. Just the right size. It's like it's fine. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's that's great. It, Thanks. It exists. Yep. It was just long enough to sit through, and no longer. Well, we're gonna finish our last couple bites. Yes, we are. Oh, Thanks for checking in. We'll see you guys soon. I'm gonna go clean my soon. ears. Peace. Peace. Peace.